0: I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And I'm Phil Wolf of the Nefros Initiative. And you're listening to Snakes and Stogies. The only podcast dedicated to fine tobacco. All things reptile related. And the people who love them. As part of the Herpeticulture Network. <laughs> Look who it is. Here we are. Hello. What's up? We're What's live. Up? It's episode 148, Snakes and Stogies. Phil is late, but that should come as no surprise. I think we're at the pool of sponsorship,
1: Justin. Phil can't show up on time.
0: I, you know, I, well, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, everyone up to? Roberts in the chat. Chris is in the chat. Utah EDC. Tradesman Exotics. All the good people. Billy Jenkins. Jenkins has been there for like 20 minutes waiting. (laughs) A freak. Oh, so uh, this episode is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Check them out Facebook, Instagram. That's right. I, and I just want to pinch it. Just... <laughs> no, <sorry. clears throat> uh, check it out. If you need a rack, you need a cage, please hit them up. Use uh, code THN at checkout. And get a little bit shaved off the top. Save yourself a little bit of money. Some people complain about 10%. It's better than zero. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then, hey, look at that. Look, look who's here. The, the people... Right here to my right. (laughs) It is a little cold in the garage. It's not super cold, but it's been pretty cold. Temperature dropped again. Um, Regardless, though, it's not as cold as it is in the Pacific Northwest, which is where the fine folks at Puget Sound Pythons reside, our other awesome sponsor for snakes and stogies, them and their cat. Here they are. (laughs) That's Fat
1: Lily. Yes.
2: Who says, hi? she's chunky
0: she is chunky she's on a diet i swear
1: <laughs> what's cold well, you, then, in south
0: End? um oh. anything below 40 70. oh 40 okay. oh. good that's yeah, pretty chilly. like we, <laughs> we 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 had serious like legit freezes and stuff a couple weeks ago and that was kind of a I didn't plan for that accordingly, especially, well, mainly with the mice and stuff and the water reservoir and Mm -hmm. all that. So I ended up losing a few because the water lines froze up and so they weren't drinking, which means someone was getting eight. So, yeah. It'll
1: turn into a skating rink a couple weeks ago. That was fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, what, like, what broke?
1: Like, just for. You know, freezing rain, and then it all... you know. Oh, I got you. Yeah. All the roads were just nothing but, like, inch or two in ice. Was
0: yeah. Time.
2: There's <laughs> lots of videos on TikTok, I'm sure, of it.
0: <laughs> well, We actually got snow a handful of years ago, and everything froze up, and there was something like 69 car accidents in, like, eight hours. Like, wow. nobody knows what to do around here. Like, you would be amazed. You would think with as many northern transplants as we have that they would you know know how to drive and icy conditions and roads and stuff like that and no people lose their mind everyone's like you know when you're on a road there's a lot of trees because we have those live oaks that that shadow everything and so you get those spots that are still frozen even after everything else is thawed because they're in the uh, shade and everyone's like don't just blow through those like if you don't know it's frozen or not like slow down and people are just like nope <laughs> straight through and then when they can't stop they're like oh shit <laughs> I don't know what to do <laughs> what was that Mike said sorry you were trapped with a bunch of 49ers fans Saturday Kendra Thank you. it's
1: alright we showed up we conquered <laughs> that was a tight game I don't know I was, I was holding my breath for a little bit on that mm-hmm. one
3: mm-hmm.
1: now uh, me Kendra's dad and my brother are all Niners fans and then she's the lone Seahawks fan so
2: yeah I mean, let's be honest. I'm more. I don't even watch football that much anymore. It's That's all about the true. Kraken.
3: So
1: it's true. Hockey over football.
3: Yeah.
0: Like <laughs> I haven't even been paying attention to how they're doing, and hockey's really the only sport I even care about.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. I feel it. I feel it.
0: <laughs> we
1: had a good. The Kraken had a good win streak. Seven.
2: Yeah, it was like eight of the streak. night. was like eight to.
1: Lost the win streak tonight though.
0: not Who were they playing? I can't. I don't remember. I didn't watch the game,
2: but yeah, we we're a little busy today. Point. It's
0: like Vegas, like when Vegas came, like Golden Knights and stuff started. Dude, they had that one season, like right off the rip, where I think oh, yeah. they were like undefeated yeah. for most yeah. of the season and got all the way to the you know the finals and stuff. And
1: Lightning—that's who we lost
0: to. Oh uh, yeah, Tampa Bay's-, Bay's been been doing really, really well the last handful of years, man. Tampa Bay's been killing it.
1: Yeah, it seems like the, all the border teams at least I think even football is all in the playoffs right now.
0: Mhm.
1: But,
2: well, you look at me like I know. <laughs> I
1: <think it's> true.
0: <laughs> but I love hockey. I love going to hockey
1: games. That's Dude, yeah. it's
0: fun. We don't have any NHL teams nearby except for North Carolina. Um but we do have like some minor league teams. We've got like I think they're ECHL or ACHL or something um and we'll go to those games periodically. It's been a long time since I've been to one, but they Savannah, Georgia, just recently they have a, a new team now. Mm. Um, and Justin Olson, who used to live in Minnesota, obviously they're big hockey fans. They just moved down to my area, and so they've already gone to a couple games because they're like <laughs> awesome. Like it's a right, you know, it's a, probably a twenty minute drive for them to go down there. Mm. And uh, so I need to go down there, and, and it's the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Is okay. the That's a team bad. name. So it's pretty cool. I was actually like telling someone at work, I was like, We need to hit them up about getting some kazoos made because their color scheme is like similar to ours, like that green and black kind of glow in the darky sort of look. Mm. I was like, We could totally do kazoos for that and do like a kazoo night and make a ton of money. So, <laughs> I gotta so remind myself,
2: it's the little maker.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: We'd had this whole conversation. We last did. Night.
0: I remember. Yeah. Dude, we were totally—we were gonna get some made to like some THN ones to get to bring to Daytona last year, and we just didn't plan for it in time. But this it's year might have to happen. Yeah, so just like uh
1: it. overtake the US ARC auction and make some noise.
0: At the same time, I'm kind of worried that people will be like, "Yeah, never come back." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's
1: true. Yeah, they already tried with the smoking cigars on the patio, so.
0: Yeah. Let's add noise complaints to that. You're gonna make it this year, right? Uh that's the plan. That's kind of the sort of the one thing each year now that it's like definitely I will not be at work from this day to this day. And now that I have a job where I can actually do that, you know, it's, it's pretty sweet. Be like, hey, taking off Thursday through Sunday. See you on Monday.
1: You've been there for what, like a year now?
0: Or over a year? Uh, it's been nine months. Oh, wow. Nice. time
2: flies. Yeah, it does.
0: Jeez. <laughs> Patrick asked if I read the article he sent me. I would have not yet, so I was at work and then I left work early uh, because my buddy in who also lives in sort of the Bluffton-Hilton Head area, his name is Angelo uh, of Hilton Head Exotics, He had some rat racks and a big breeding group of rats that I traded him one of my male Beocs for. So I left work early because I had to go home, get the snake, box it up, go to my parents' house, get my dad's truck, drive out to Bluffton, which is like a 45-minute drive. Uh, And then we had to load everything up. Um, Somehow, I mean, you saw the picture on Instagram, like, it was <laughs> i was white knuckling that thing all the way over I was like oh my god <laughs> so um it sucks because I, so i was on my way there like i had to piss really bad and so i stopped at this one gas station and lo and behold bathrooms are out of order because they had a pipe burst or something so i was like awesome so got back in the car I was like i'll just go get them and then i'll figure it out on my way back so i drove to angelo's got everything loaded up, got rats in some bins and I thought it was only going to be like 25 rats. It's like 50. It's, it's a <laughs> lot. Um, so then finally on my way home, like managed to stop, but also realized like some of those tubs didn't really have much ventilation. So I'm like fanning them a little bit and trying to like get some airflow in there. <laughs> so dark. I stopped to go to the bathroom, get a monster, let the rats get some oxygen, get back in the car and drive like then I had to go to tractor supply because I didn't have enough bedding to fill everything up. Ended up doing that. Fanned them again. Got home, unloaded everything in the dark by myself, got everything set up, came home, hung out with the wife and stuff for a little bit, ate, and now here we are. So it was uh I it was a three hour like round trip, but like the way I brought two ratchet straps for three racks. And oh, some three like those two No, it was three. Uh, he had a fourth one that I was supposed to take, and like I'm kind of glad he didn't have it with him because I don't that wouldn't have fit in the truck. Like it would not work. <laughs> uh, but somehow that's it it you know, I didn't lose anything. Like it didn't sound like anything was was coming loose or anything while I was driving. You know, down the down the highway, and we have this really big bridge that crosses this massive river, and that's always usually really windy. So I was like that's where like broad river that's when I'm gonna have problems I know it fortunately it wasn't super windy today and the water was actually pretty calm so made it across that no issues didn't get pulled over didn't I was I was sure that with those hoses with the little water nozzles mm. like one of those would like pop out of the hose and like hit someone's windshield and then I'd have someone like driving <laughs> by me telling me I got stuff flying out the back of my dad's truck and the cab is starting to smell like rats and I'm like mother of God this is it's a That's lot.
3: Yeah, but
0: Made it back. Everyone's safe. And now I'm, I have never dealt with rats before. So this is a new.
1: They're way better than mice. I'll tell you that much.
0: I kind of, you know, I setting them up, I think I might even like them more than mice automatically. Yeah, like They so. seem to be so much like they're curious. Like I had them in these bins. So I opened the lid to like put them in groups and stuff. And they're all like kind of popping out, looking around. Like, none of them were like trying to take off or do anything shisty, you know. It was, uh, I was like, okay, you guys are cool.
1: Yeah, they're super smart and they're friend I mean, We have our helpers and they're always picking them up and holding on to them while we're cleaning. I'm like, all right, get back to work. Stop. But <laughs> yeah. now they're super personable. They're cool. And they breed, I think, a lot more than mice. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I guess it depends on the group size we have, the age like how long we've had them, et cetera. Mm-hmm. All the variables to be, to
0: think about. Well, it sounds like from everyone that I've talked to in the past that's dealt with rats is they're not nearly as brutal as mice are in terms yeah, of like yeah. social hierarchies and things like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, mixing adult groups of mice usually only leads to nothing but problems, at least with males in particular. Um, so anytime I sort of shift groups around and sort of change things up, I usually have to stay there for a few minutes and just kind of listen to see if any of them start going at it and Mm -hmm. split them up and find a new tub for whoever the the weaker link of the two was. And it just, it's a pain. So to not have to worry about that nearly as much with the rats and stuff is going to be nice. Yeah.
1: I think what we have like 240 female rats right now breeding Mm -hmm. way too many.
0: Well, that's the funny thing too. Is is like I don't have anything that can eat. Like these rats are freaking big. Like I forgot how big rats are because when he opened the thing to like start putting them in tubs for me to to transport and stuff, I was like, "Mother of God!" Like those things are huge. (laughs) I don't have anything that can even eat an adult. Yeah, like an adult for the even for the female Jance and I would be way too much. Like massive. Huh? Does
1: Jake have anything
0: like? Jake does. So that's kind of the the saving grace, I guess. Cause basically when I, when Angelo asked me, you know, he's like, you know, anybody interested in some rats? So I was like, I, you know, I would be cause it sounds like rats are in pretty high demand for the most part. Like they're kind of getting hard to come by lately. Um, I've been having to as stupid as this sounds like I've been having to buy my feeders lately and it's been a real drag. It's been some serious bullshit because my mice aren't breeding.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I was like, look, if I can get a nice group of rats, I, a lot of the stuff I have is at the size where they're eating, you know, fuzzies and, and what would essentially be, like, rat pinks, more or less, currently. So, I was like, this will be good, because that's I need, basically, smaller stuff. I can raise things up to get them to about adult mouse size and then, you know, feed them off whatever I need. And mm-hmm. then, if I have, like, retired breeders that I do end up culling, like... Jake can you know use them I have the pine snakes too like those are going to take a while to get to that point but an adult pine could eat one of those rats probably uh, Southern pine at least could take one of those down um, so I think it'll be good those on you know coupled with the the mice and stuff it'll be nice pressure off of them because I'm kind of at a point where I'm not using anything that they produce I'm trying to just get breeder groups together and um, replenish those I had a nice batch of hoppers. That I had been raising up that the uh, I didn't put enough bedding in the in the tub. They couldn't reach the water. So I went from like ten to like two last men standing and a bunch of like half eaten
3: oh,
0: friends. And so that was a setback and it's just been it's been one thing after the other. So I think the rats will be good. I'm uh I'm currently now the next hurdle is gonna be gauging uh how much more food and attention am I gonna have to now Because right now I clean on Sundays and then I go over there on Wednesday mornings before work, top everything off, and then I'm usually not there again until Sunday unless I happen to be at my parents' house just checking on things anyways. Um, Rats definitely go through more food than the mice. Yeah. Much
3: much more water.
0: That doesn't surprise me.
1: So like with ours set up, I think her dad, they're in his garage, and uh, he feeds them I think like twice a day. Twice a day? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: I think we're running our groups at, like, 1.5
0: to, like, 1.6. Like yeah, 8. these are supposed to be, like, 1.5-ish. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's
0: always the problem the sometimes. Is when I was moving them into the groups and stuff and, and looking, like, some of them were obviously male. And then I kind of, there was some of that I just was like, I don't know what you are. I don't know if it's just cold and I can't tell. It would be like that sometimes. But, so, I, I don't know. But there's more than enough females, that's for sure. It's only... I think out of that entire group, there's less than ten males. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that's
0: good. There's a lot.
2: Are you gonna do like a rotational system with them, with like the males? Um,
0: yeah. Once, as soon as I kind of get a better grasp on who's where and what's what's happening, uh, mm-hmm. how often do you guys rotate yours? We don't.
1: Um, so we have two different like setups as far as breeding goes. We have the maternity racks, and then um, where they have like a. It's a little bit smaller than the concrete bins I think that you have now mm-hmm. um, where we do like a 1.3 and then as soon as they're pregnant and about to pop, we'll move them up to a bin where they're by themselves um, and then they'll raise the babies and then they'll get back put back into the rotation after that. Um, and then our colony breeding, we do 1.6 and we just leave a male in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if I just have, I don't have the time to rotate males. You know, it, wouldn't be,
2: it wouldn't be hard because yeah, I did it when I, when I lived in Buffalo. I did that. I did a rotational system. It's just annoying to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to make sure, like, because I usually did the rotation on cleaning day. So every week we would change.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so the, the mail would hit every every bin.
0: Um, and Pia and Cody do the maternity thing, too. And I have those mm-hmm. two separate, like, standalone grow-out bins that I got from Reptile Basics that I used for, like, once hoppers got to that sort of hopperish size and they were fully off mom and on their own, like I'd put them in that and to raise them up mm-hmm. uh, because they could reach the water and the food a little easier than they could in the rack system. But is there like, what is the benefit to separating females for that? From what I
1: see and just, I mean, it's only been two weeks now, but um, you can identify how many babies, a adult rat female is producing or if she's, eating, oh, okay. or if yeah. she's just not being a good mom and, You know, providing the nutrients they need. And so, like, when a mom is just having three babies, you know, she's going to get recycled, basically. And so um, we'll get a new girl in there rather than just wasting all that food and that space Mm -hmm. Um, because, I mean, we have some girls that will drop 12, 15 babies just over and over again.
2: That's ideal. That's what you want. You know, it's a lot of space in those bins that they're utilizing if they're not producing, right? Um, Right. The other thing that we found is uh, some females – will steal other females' babies, and then, like, the other female who had the babies or whatever, like, she'll start to dry out because she's not feeding anything, and she's not in season, so she's not producing, and so the idea is, I think, that if we get them in the bins, they can focus on their babies, take care of their babies, get them fat, plump, and healthy, yep. and then we can get through the rotation quicker.
1: Also, I don't know if it's a factor, but then we're not like potentially overbreeding that female, yes, um, yeah. because she's not just being bred as soon as she has those babies, she's in a bin by herself for until right. the
0: babies are weaned so she mm-hmm. gets a break,
2: yeah,
0: which is nice. Okay, so you're leaving her in there by yourself for like what, probably two weeks, uh, oh, weaned so yeah, what, longer than that, I'd like, say
2: three,
0: four okay. weeks, yeah, yeah, this is new territory, so
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have both setups now, if it maternity setups end up being more fruitful we're going to switch everything to that so yeah
2: we're in that experimental mode because we've done the other way for we've been monitoring uh production levels in each bin in each rack for what two years now three yeah, three years and so we're um i have a system in my excel sheet and i can see like the fluctuations obviously there's always going to be a dip in the winters um but then to see what the production level and like the rate is at the end of the we're we gonna do like six months of
0: maternity rack, yeah. yeah, something like that. Tracking it to see how things go. So, gotcha. The um, I need to come up. I mean, I tried to have some sort of system together to keep track of how old groups were with mice. Because uh, mm-hmm. with the mice, yeah. I just have two like cat litter pan size tubs uh, with four each in it, mm-hmm. and I've got two groups of mice, like, bigger groups in two concrete tubs on another rack, and now there's two uh, groups of rats on top of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I don't know if it's just because I – you know, Sundays, usually when I'm cleaning, it's like I'm, I'm in there to get it done and get it out the way to move on with to something else. But um, – or sometimes I'll move groups around just because, you know, one tub – crashed and and there's nothing in it so i just move that to the bottom and move what was up there up and then i forget to keep track of you know when i moved them or when that group was put together and Mm -hmm. so i definitely need to i need to get better about having some sort of system in place to keep track of those kind of things but
1: we just get a spreadsheet right hey they produced this amount of much we created a new group at this date and so yeah
2: Mm -hmm. So and then we track. just input it just like on a clipboard so our helpers can, you know, write things in as we're going through. And then I can put it into my assault doc at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Easy. And then just track trends over time.
0: You see a pretty consistent average in terms of like breeding career, like a, um, you know, a bell curve of production from a single female. I think it
1: kind of, we don't know single yeah. female, but groups. I
0: mean,
2: yeah, yeah. There would be no way that we could track single individual uh, females just because there's just way too much, um, but we can track typically like bins. Um, and it's, there's a good correlation between outside temperatures and the production levels. Um, they're pretty, they pretty, stay pretty consistent. Um, and that's where we've had to like do interventional variables like adding a heater or adding insulation to like yeah. the top of the back of the bins to keep the heat in when we had cold snaps or when you know the power goes out or something um that is that is all you know that will fluctuate things over time
1: yep tell you what um we added a carbon filter to the garage and that's a game changer yeah. as far as the ammonia smell because
0: see yeah. that i that's never been an issue for me because the sort of the shed sort of setup they're in has like 20 foot ceilings so it's very tall and so mm-hmm. um it's also not like completely sealed so it's it's like dirt floor uh and there's still like gaps between some of the slats because it's you know it's lumber and stuff and so there is airflow and stuff through there and any of the heat in the summer rises so it doesn't get stupid hot in there like it does get warm but it's not anything you know yeah. unbearable and um i think those high ceilings definitely make a huge difference when it comes to to that and the smell because you walk in there and it really doesn't smell super rotty.
3: that's good
0: you're
1: lucky. Yeah, that's...
0: that's <laughs> as much as I'd love to, to move him into the garage or something closer to the house, which, I mean, my parents only live like five minutes away, but uh, I'm kind of okay, because I know... I think that's what stopped Jake from from kind of having his own rack and doing his own, is they'd be in his garage, which is fine during the winter, but in the summer, it's like an oven, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. And now I need to find... um another source for like FRM um, because there was a place in down in outside of Savannah in Georgia where I could, you know, I would jet down there and buy three or four bags of rodent pellet. But then I think I call, usually I would call before I'd go down there just in case I didn't have it, save myself the hour drive. And uh, yeah. I called him last time. He's like, Oh yeah, we stopped carrying that. Uh, there's now a group that like goes together. They all go in on a pallet together. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, I don't really want to deal with that, but we just had an Ace Hardware open here and PA and Cody get FRM from their Ace Hardware. So I emailed them today asking, you know, is there some way you guys get this in? Like, do I have to buy an entire pallet if you get it in? Like, basically if you can, if you can hunt it down, like I'll buy it from you on a regular basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm waiting to hear back on that, but like as much as I'd like to use Missouri and stuff, it's. Shipping and stuff on that is just insane. It's yeah. hard to justify.
2: Yeah. What's the overall cost for you out
0: there? For uh, uh, the FRM, when I was getting it from that feeding seed, was only like fifteen dollars a bag.
3: Oh, huh. wow. 50 for a fifty-pound
0: yeah. bag, so that's why I was like, "This Shit. is perfect." Like, I'll definitely drive down there and buy you know, yeah. three bags, and that three bags will last me with the mice. At least it would last me for I don't know, like at least two months.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Ours is thirty four
1: ninety nine a fifty pound bag. Not for a couple but a different brand. Yeah. It's outrageous.
2: Yeah, I think Missouri almost got to what forty dollars.
1: It's something ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it,
0: was,
3: it was. It was like ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it was. I think like sixty when I maybe it was like thirty. It was thirty dollars a bag, and then shipping was sixty. What? So was like, am I going to pay ninety dollars for a single? It was only like a.
2: Jeez,
0: twenty pound bag, I think, or something like that too. I'm like, that's just that doesn't. Wow. It's not feasible.
2: Yeah, that's we insane.
1: We just get ours on Chewy, ships to the house now.
2: Yeah, it's so. kind of a pain in the ass, but it's better than
1: Find a pallet at a time. Of, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. stuff.
2: I'm driving over an hour away.
0: <laughs> Although I was so I was at Tractor Supply earlier, getting more more stuff, and they have a. Uh, they had some like deer feed that was like really high protein in like a pellet form. And I was trying to read the, like, I didn't see anything that had the ingredients on And I must not have been looking. It might've been on the sides or something either way. I didn't see it, but that kind of had me, had me wondering. So I might look into that and see what's, you know, what the deal is with that. And if it's something that's, that's I deem sort of safe um, and doesn't have any weird chemicals or hormones or anything in it, then, yeah. Might give it a shot, you know? it's uh,
2: Yeah. I heard people use, like, swine food mm-hmm. or... um, what was the other one? I didn't
0: like, even think about that.
2: Yeah, like hog feed and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I haven't... I know people have used it. I can't remember what the brand name is, but they found it at Tractor Supply, but I've never seen it at ours, so I never had the opportunity to try it just, just yeah. as a test, but...
1: I if you know add this. the foraging mix; the rats will love it too.
2: Oh yeah, that's my favorite part of re- breeding rats, is we add like a foraging mix when we like set up their bins. So we have like mm-hmm. a system. We set up, we clean them, put the pellets down, put the bedding in, put our forage feed in, which is like a mix of uh, different types of seeds, mm-hmm. um, some like sunflower, like sunflower seeds and bugs. Oh yeah, we do the. Um, was it freeze dried?
0: Yeah, the mealworms. Yeah. I used to get yeah. the mealworm yeah. like the mealworm bricks that you use for bird feeders and cut it up in like marshmallows and they'd oh there yeah. Be anything left of those. They, yeah. they yeah. Like yeah. destroyed those.
2: Yeah. yeah. And every once in a while we'll add in uh we'll get like a big thing of eggs. I mean not now since eggs are like six dollars a carton, but um just hard boil a ton of eggs mm-hmm. and just like crack them and then like leave an egg in each bin and so That's then i will go after it and like dig through the eggshell. It's mm-hmm. it's is wild to
1: watch, but. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start doing quail here in the spring. So mm-hmm. that's, I'm kind of excited to try that again.
0: Yeah. So right now as an alternative to the FRM, since like, you know, I couldn't find it, I've been using uh pure balance dog food, which is like a grain free um, variety that I went through. And honestly, I like I compared ingredients and stuff between all the bigger brands and like everything I could find. And, Uh, in terms of ingredients and amounts of what's in it, that pure balance was better than like the blue wilderness and blue Buffalo stuff by a long shot. And it's like way cheaper. So I'm like, how is this even possible? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Um, but the problem is, is like depending on which one you go with the actual like pellets themselves are tiny. Mm. There's like a large breed formula has bigger ones. Um, but that seems to be in and out of stock sporadically. Um, is hog feed too heavily medicated? It may be. That's a good question. But
2: yeah, I don't know. I hadn't done much research into it yet. So
0: there's some good breakdowns on the
1: like feeder groups on yeah. Facebook. Oh of, yeah. Like the actual ingredients and what does
0: what. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: and Darren asked if I have issues with predators, and I really don't. So I had there was like a stray cat that kept digging under the the it's a barn door basically. So it's on the rollers and and rolls to the side and. Mm-hmm um it was just eating the food off the bottom bottom yeah. shells. but i think it, it it somehow got a hold of like some of the the rat poison that was in there cuz my dad did have a rat problem with like wild rats mm-hmm. in that yeah. shed for a while and that cat died so i haven't had an issue since so that must have been it for a while <laughs> i thought it was just a possum or something mm-hmm. um but no i mean really like last year and and years after that or past previous years um i'd get rat snakes in there like small yellow rats that'd be cool i'd find them in the the grow out bin having eaten at least two hoppers and having wrapped one and killed it and not gone (laughs) back to it um with a whole group of hoppers in like one corner like freaking out Yeah. Uh, so i think actually last year i had the same rat snake at least twice because it was about the same size every time i found it um, this is like probably a year and a half, two year old snake, not very big, but I'd let them eat like when they ate it, I'd just take them outside and release them. I mean, like, you earned it, buddy. Like, how yeah. you even got in there, like through the bars and stuff into that cage is beyond me, but <laughs> whatever.
1: our worst predators, uh, than escapee rats when they just yeah. chew the water lines and flood bins. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the worst part about it, but we found a solution for that so. Yeah. Knock on wood.
0: We're good. Yeah, there's still plenty of that that poison hanging out in the in that shed. So if any of them do get out, I I don't think they'll last very long. So.
3: Yep.
0: <laughs> no, I don't see that being a problem. I think, especially with with the mice, if you if you give them stuff to keep them busy, you don't have to worry about them chewing on things they're not supposed to. Like I give mine. Um, I'll either get some, like, there's some, like, grass blend you can get. There's Timothy hay and, like, alfalfa. And, like, I'll get them big bales of that and put it in there, especially this time of year because I noticed they like to use it for bedding a lot. Yep. So when we had that serious deep freeze, I'd take a massive amount of that and put it in there for them to, you know, nest in and get the babies and stuff in there and to chew on to. And if they run out of dog food between checkups, check-ins. Um, so I'm doing... That I get uh, like Cheerios, regular Cheerios. There's yep. a Walmart brand that you can get a box that's like a dollar fifty for a, a box of it, and it's not the Honey Nut; it's just straight whole grain Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Um, they really like those. So there's that. The dog food usually I'll get like a bag, like a five and a half pound bag of Royal Wing, one of the bird seed blends that's got you know nuts and cherries and mealworms and all kinds of stuff in it, and give them a handful of that. Uh, and then I'll cut up sweet potatoes sometimes into like fourths, like circles, and then cut that in fourths and give them wedges of that. And they like that those uh, mm-hmm. like those a lot. So um, I try to definitely give them more than just, you know, the, the food, like the dog food or the, the yeah. diet and give them a little bit. We just give them leftovers,
1: like when we don't finish food, if it's mm-hmm. meat, if it's yeah. what, veggies, whatever, you know.
2: Yeah. Anytime. So uh, what, one of our, yeah, one of our meals is we take rotisserie chickens from Costco and we'll shred them up and make little meals for them uh, or for us. Sorry, not for them. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then, yeah, we'll take bits and pieces of that and feed them to the the mice and the rats. And they love it.
1: They'll they'll chew it up clean. So
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. I've seen what they do to each other. So I'd only imagine that a rotisserie chicken would be uh, (laughs) no,
1: no worse. Especially if they go without water, they will not have, yeah.
0: Yeah, it took me a while to figure out the connection there. I like could <laughs> have some where, like, I'm like, you have food, like, you have a little, like, I, it took me a while to realize I got cannibalism issues mm-hmm. when they're when they didn't have like when water lines <laughs> clogged or like whatever, something related to water. If they didn't have access to it, that's when I had issues. Like, they seem like they're okay if they if they end up. Going out, you know, without food for a certain period of time, they seem to be fine.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: water is a completely different story. Like they run out of water, and that's when it's
2: yeah, it's game I, on. I found that mice, if they don't go like even half a day without some sort of water supplier or a day without water, like they'll just rip through each other almost immediately. Rats, you know, like if a line froze or we had an issue or it's clogged or something, it may be like a day or two before yeah. they start going after each other. But mice are
3: brutal.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. My coworkers are like, "Oh, that's you know, the mice are so cute," and I'm like, "If you knew what they did to each other, you (laughs) wouldn't feel so bad." Like,
2: yeah,
0: that's another thing I've heard from a lot of people is like they they feel worse when they have to call rats and stuff (laughs) or like whatever. Sorry. Um, looking
1: at the comments, like
0: mice, it's uh, mice, it's whatever because they're just horrible to each other. But I've heard rats, it's a little tougher because they, you know, (sighs) yeah. Maybe it's because they're a little more aware, like what's going on.
2: Yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) It kind of reminds me, like quail. They'll do
1: the same, a similar thing, where like a male will start bullying a bunch of the other ones and just start pecking at their heads. Mm. Um, I don't know. Animals are cruel to each other sometimes. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I'm not super excited to get back into quail for that reason, but it is. I'm excited
1: for the you know having them as options as far as feeders go.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: For all the colubrids and stuff, I think it, they would yeah. like
2: it. Yeah. Well, and their gestation from egg to chick is fourteen days. Mm-hmm. So you just pop them in the incubator and, you know, rotate them once a day or whatever, and then. I remember a of it
1: yeah,
2: I would say eh, maybe a little yeah. smaller. They're so cute though when they when they start to hatch. It's the coolest thing.
0: Yeah. The. um so there was, Angela is the same one that I had messaged you about the other day, uh, who was getting, you know, he's kind of getting out of some some ball stuff. The DG. Um, yeah, because yeah, as soon as he told that, I was like, I know people that like Desert Coast. Uh, <laughs> like, what's the, I know the wedding and stuff has kind of put stuff on pause, but sort of what's the plan for the year, like this upcoming season and stuff. Mm
2: um what is our plan
0: like, are you guys gonna not pair as much stuff with the wedding and everything or
2: yeah it... that's definitely something that we've kind of held off on because yeah everything would kind of align with uh right at the end of um our honeymoon and stuff mm-hmm. and so we've really kind of backed off a lot from most stuff but what do we have we paired
1: we paired all the uh
2: paired the Apidora.
1: Yeah, I paired the epidural, the Olives, mm-hmm. some carpets, um, the damerals. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm excited about those.
1: And then we introduced the Bloods, but they didn't show any interest, and I haven't paired them back up again.
3: Mm.
2: And
1: then uh, we didn't start on the Balls yet, so yeah. we we're starting pretty late on that. But
0: um, I don't even know what the usual season is for Balls. When are people usually year round? But yeah. Really? A art,
1: yeah, a lot of our girls go late anyway, so I don't think it's really going to affect it. In.
2: About when to pair ball pythons, it's you—you you can do it year-round. You can start in October. You can start in January. There's, yeah, yeah, different opinions.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I think it's gonna be a probably a smaller year for us as far as production goes. Yeah. Um, but you never know. I guess. I mean, because if the the olives go and the epidural go, I mean, that's I'd be more excited about that than any of the other projects, to be honest. But yeah, who knows. We tried them last year; they didn't go. So yeah, we'll see.
0: It seems like after you've posted some pictures of the Apodora and stuff, though, it seems like there's been some headway there. A lot of at least interest.
1: Interest, yeah, yeah. But I didn't see with the olives, I I see you know hit him spurner and sorry, my cat's food's going off. <laughs> um, but uh, he shows he'll like he goes all at it, and I just see streaks of you know his little snail trail all over her backside. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's kind of gross. But the apodora I mean, I haven't seen that with them. Um, but they're not eating each other, and that's the huge plus. Yeah, there you go. Because, yeah. um, I mean, Ryan Young just posted his m- mail after in an introduction, and they've been paired, like, three years in a row and no issues.
2: No it All of a sudden, snapped. She,
1: yeah, she just tore his ass up. So,
2: yeah.
1: Um, as long as they don't kill each other, I'm happy. But, uh, yeah, because yeah, our two are they're not nice they're not nice snakes no. they uh they bite everything and anybody yeah. but um so it always makes me nervous putting them together because I'm like just don't make a mistake and yeah. you know, think it's food but so far we're pretty lucky I think we'll have a, a decent year this year but nothing as big as last year probably
2: yeah and that's that's okay
1: we have a lot going on this year because yeah yeah Wedding I think that's
0: a lot of people are are sort of taking that approach this year like I know I am i you know I, I paired a more than i've ever had last year
3: mm-hmm.
0: and i definitely don't want to do that this year so yeah sort of pulling back on some things but maybe that's the way it kind of just naturally goes like you know you have one year where you pair a lot of stuff and then the following year you kind of back off some and then the year after that you're back to pairing more so i, I, don't, know. And I don't think there's anything
1: wrong with giving some females off you know for a year oh, and letting not. something get a little bit bigger before you breed it either so yeah um, I mean, we're not doing this because of, you know, the recession in the hobby, but or anything like that. Cause I see that going around online a lot, but, um, I think it's more <laughs> just laziness. Than
2: no, it's definitely it. not laziness. Yeah,
1: I think it is, but, uh, <laughs> we've just been putting off as far as pairing goes and then
2: well, weddings are stressful they like,
1: are. Yeah.
2: trying to get things aligned and just not having the time for it and career shifts and changes at work and not having a time for everything I'd like to do, you know? Yeah. It happens. Not the mm-hmm. end of the world. It's not like we're going to be out of this because we don't produce something, year. Right. This is definitely a long, long-lived passion that we have. So that's the
1: luxury of it being a hobby, not like your own job, like yeah. your sole job. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: definitely. You don't
1: need to produce things and sell things to still have fun and you know yeah. support your life.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's something I've gone back and forth on a lot too. You know, I've thought about
3: mm-hmm.
0: going for the full-time thing, and then I think about it and I'm like. A would it kind of kill it for me because now it now it is a job and like Mm
4: -hmm.
0: it is that and then you know could you like the amount and stuff it's such a irregular it's very inconsistent income Mm -hmm. you know yeah
2: it's not like a product you know that can sit on a shelf for eight months before it mm -hmm. sells you know. These are living animals. You have to feed them, take care of them, you know, care for them. And that takes time and money and effort. Yeah. And not a lot of people are willing to do that if it's if it's a business.
1: And we have friends that are full time, you know, mm-hmm. both on the ball python side and the carpets and other stuff, too. But and, and they're successful at it. But I think yeah. at the end of the day, just I don't personally want to do it full time. No. I want it to do keep it as the side hustle. Mm hmm. I mean eventually yeah. you know we retire from day jobs and then that's an extra <laughs> little money but that would be right. nice. Yeah. At the end of the day they're just they're cool snakes in boxes and we enjoy them and that's all I need but Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <If> they <laughs> help me care the wedding that'd be great too. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Darren said yeah. I should do a Condor cast with Daniel cuz he had a really nice year with Kofi and Aru Chondros, which I actually talked to him. A while back, about that when I think when he got eggs and he was like, "Let me, let's wait until like they hatch and I sort of get them established so that I can sort of have more to talk about." I guess. Uh, (laughs) So it's been it's been discussed. Got to got to make it happen at some point.
1: Um, I know how you guys do it with condors. Those babies just (laughs) would drive me nuts.
0: I, I don't know, man. It wasn't in comparison to some other stuff. They really weren't that bad. It's true.
2: Kind of reminds
1: me of the Solomon. They were yeah, a pain in the butt they too, so. a
2: bane of my existence. I hated Solomon Islands. Oh, they were so pretty, but they were the pickiest eaters, just the most difficult, and they're just mm-hmm. so tiny. It's not like you can assist feed or force feed them. Like I just forgot so you
0: big. guys had that. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know how, like, compared to you know the difficult feeders or whatever i don't know how randy has been so successful with all of his dominicans that he's had
2: i know i think
1: he's gotten them all to eat and hasn't lost any i'm like that is awesome
2: he's a dominican guru yeah. for sure <laughs> i think
1: yeah he, he had a lot too two different litters
3: mm-hmm. but...
0: let's see yeah
2: I wish at this point I had gone to the courthouse and we would just gotten it over with.
0: <laughs> That'd be cheaper.
2: That would have been so much cheaper.
1: Uh, all of our family lives out of state too, so it's a, it's a
0: struggle. Bus. Yeah. As that, that's what made it easy for us is like all my family extended to lives here, so yeah, mm. everyone's got to drive 15 minutes across town. <laughs> That'd be nice.
3: That would be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but even then, like we got married sort of from the beginning of COVID, and that was kind of a good excuse to be like, oh, we can only have so many people. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know, we just, we kept it pretty small. I think we had like less than 50 people. Yeah. And we kept it pretty inexpensive. Like it was still good, it was still tasteful, but we were like, whether we spend 50 grand or $500, like you're married the same regardless. So it was yeah. like- it was... True. At the end of
2: the day, it's that piece of paper that you need, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> So, we were happy with it though i mean we pretty much just had people like we didn't have a bunch of family that i barely knew or talked to you know it was like if you were there you were you were there because you were like actively involved in our in our lives so yeah. that was nice
1: that just, yeah. i think a lot of ours is like friends too because mm-hmm. yeah. from local area just you know we we spend life with them, you know, all the time, so it's like might as well get together on a big day. Yeah. Um doesn't need to be family that I only see
0: once every two years.
2: Yeah.
1: See the friends that we see, you know.
2: <clears throat> Almost daily at this point. <laughs> yeah.
0: What were you all going for the honeymoon? Uh we're still trying to go to Thailand. But we'll Jeff see. is trying to go to Thailand. Yeah, Jeff is trying to go to Thailand.
2: I'm trying to go to a tropical beach.
0: That's in Thailand. Thailand has those. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. It does. Yeah, but Jeff also wants to go like explore in the jungle, which I would totally be down for. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say, if you're gonna be in Thailand, why wouldn't you? Exactly. I know. Retakes I know. All I, know. That
1: gun- I, know. Stuff. I
2: know.
1: Away from the king cobras, though, I'm pretty sure those are there too. Yeah. I know.
2: But... <laughs> if I you if fine. you figure it out, I'll I'll be there. I am not planning anything for the rest of my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Thailand's not too expensive either. From
3: yeah.
0: yeah, I've heard it's. It's uh, visit wise, it's you know, it's pretty cheap. Flights mm-hmm. are the worst part,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Makes
0: no sense. I thought about Lareda, Mexico,
1: too, like
3: mm-hmm.
1: Baja Surf, California, like area because mm-hmm. they got some pretty nice, as far as like herbs go. Mm. Um, who was it, Alan Stevens, was sending us pictures of some of the stuff he's found over there, yeah. that's was really cool.
3: That was cool.
1: They went like whale washing, too, and I was like, that's pretty awesome, but.
0: Yeah, uh, that'd be that'd be pretty
1: neat.
2: That'd be badass. I think
1: I prefer Thailand. I don't know.
2: Whales or Thailand, whales
0: or Thailand. Harry and <laughs> Jenkins asked what I was smoking. I'm smoking LFD chapter one. And I always cut these too far. And so it's like everyone I have it unravels a little bit and it drives me crazy. But it's okay. Not my favorite. Where's Mr. Phillip at? I don't know where that fool's at. <laughs> like,
2: You lose power.
1: (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) But
2: (sighs) Peru would be fun. We should totally go to Peru.
1: But I honestly never even looked into it.
2: Okay, well, I have something to do. Yeah,
1: no, I got another thing for the list.
0: That's didn't Dom went to Peru? What? Recently? Oh no, yes. No, it was a couple years ago. But
2: oh, okay. Yeah,
0: she. I
2: think there's Even pictures. like this
0: year, I'm like, Dom, where are you? <laughs> Why, where she said the there was like the group, I guess that she, I don't know what the actual term is for the people that sort of host these things, but she said there's, there's like a group where you pay X amount for like a week and that, you know, all inclusive or whatever you want to consider that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, she seemed really happy with it. I think the, uh, Time of year that they were there, she didn't see much in the way of uh, snakes, but mm. I think she saw plenty of dart frogs and stuff. Which, if I'm going anywhere, sort of Latin America, like I'm, I dart frogs are going to be the big reason why I want to go, just yeah, because yeah, having
3: absolutely. kept
0: them and stuff and seeing them in the wild would be awesome. That'd be,
3: yeah, that'd be yeah,
1: Kendra already shut me down the first place I wanted to go, which was Indonesia. She's like, no, no, i prefer not to die on money.
3: See,
2: anymore, but... I I said Australia, and you were like, no. We have to go with everybody else.
1: Australia expensive.
2: It is expensive. For a honeymoon. That's okay. That's <laughs> what they go for.
1: This is true, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Australia too, like
0: during June wasn't a good time to visit.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. If I remember it correctly.
0: What yeah. would be even funnier is if you guys literally were like, let's go to Canada and you went right over the border to whatever like the closest Wouldn't city would take it that long. <laughs> <You
1: know>, it like... <laughs> be a short like what? Two hour drive?
2: Yeah, two, three, three hours, depending on Yeah.
1: I'm good on
0: Canada, though.
2: <laughs> I've, I've visited and seen all of British Columbia my entire childhood. I'm I'm good.
0: You've <laughs> had enough for one lifetime?
2: Yeah. Surrey, BC was where I lived every single weekend from the ages of like six to 22 for uh, ice hockey. So when I played competitively. So, and we didn't have any were the only female ice hockey team in washington state so we had to play all the canadians so we were there every single weekend like eight months out of the year
0: <laughs> oh wow i don't know man i was watching um uh, i found this like true crime channel on youtube and they were talking about um idaho and for some reason lately idaho i keep hearing about it from various places and stuff the idaho just like Idaho in general, like not the, yeah. no, not the recent thing, but something yeah. else that happened a couple of years ago. Um, but I was like unaware that there's deserts in Idaho.
1: There's deserts in Washington. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's like when there's a, there like a major desert in China too. Yeah. Somewhere. I, so. I forget the name of it. I don't know. Like when I think of Idaho, for some reason, I always think like middle America, like on the other side of the Dakotas. Like, really? So maybe I'm just dumb. <laughs> I'm, that's way off, but yeah, um,
1: it's kind of weird. top then it goes way down. So
0: I need to I need to go on and search, see what kind of herbs and stuff they have, because it just seems like a really overlooked state in terms of sort of like habitat and things. It seems mm-hmm. I think you think of potatoes usually, like Idaho potatoes. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it must be like Nebraska, where it's just nothing but fields of potatoes instead of corn <laughs> but then i'm like hearing that there's like desert and stuff like that and seeing like video of it and whatnot and i'm like that actually mm-hmm. looks pretty freaking cool
1: i know they have rubber bows i'm not sure what else they got
2: yeah i, I no idea fence lizards i'm sure yeah i assume some salamander species but
1: no i know it's pretty cool though yeah I've only driven through it like twice my whole life but
2: yeah, they've only driven through it once when I moved from when I moved back from Buffalo back to Washington. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. That's one that state in Delaware you kind of forget exist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have no desire to go to Delaware ever.
2: No. in my
0: life. No. No. Like, have you ever met someone that's like, I'm from Delaware? Nope.
2: No, I feel like it's one of those states where people are like born there and then they die there. Like they
0: don't leave. They never escape. Yeah. They check in but they don't check out.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, like a, it's like a prison. I'm so glad that I left Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo is just like that, it's People called are there and they never leave.
0: <laughs> Hello,
3: where I like that.
0: I guess someone made another retick video that Bill Bradley Uh-oh. decided to do a rebuttal against because he said retick PSA is made and posted. Oh, I gotta watch this now. Bill, Phyllis, us, give us the Cliff Notes version of what it was and why you are uh, tick-talking it out of existence.
1: I think he said he had his THP shirt on, our snakes and stody shirt. So,
0: oh, wow,
1: he represent. here representing.
0: Oh, speaking of, so we have the raffle coming up next month for Slate Read. And I have one of the very items that we will be including in that because I got it done today. It <gasps> is this. what's that. Picture. Awesome.
2: That's so rad.
0: I actually I have one of these myself, and I actually really like it. Like it's a nice little sort of tack bag.
3: Yeah. It's
0: comfortable. It's got it's a good herpin bag, and it's got the THN logo right there on the on the pocket there. Pockets galore. Zippers galore. Um, so this will be in the raffle. And um, along with many other things. So we've got some really nice animals lined up. Um, I talked to Mike Stefani today, and he's got a Meritans he's going to put up. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. I need to see if there's any sort of stipulations to that in terms of, like, if you win, you need to make sure that like, Mike has to know that you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, for yeah. sure. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, though. That'll be good. When are you doing the raffle again?
0: So we're going to start it. Like, my plan is to have it going, like, the 1st of February on the, nice. on the THN website. Um, I have, like, I've started writing out. The like the raffles and then the slots, so that I can just take that whole thing when it's done, copy and paste it onto a onto a post on the website, and then it can be, you know, plug in pictures and then it would be ready to go. Um, so there's some there's some cool stuff, uh, right now. So I started doing them like raffle A B C D E. Um, I'm all the way down to, I think the last few letters of the alphabet. Um, we got a copy of the more complete carpet donated so that's going to be in there um along with the conjure book that julander and terry phillip wrote a couple years ago and some original art pieces um jeff frederick sent me a picture of something he was working on that he's going to donate which is awesome yeah um What Else that bag, and I'll probably end up throwing in some extra like THN stuff in the bag. I really like that beanie. That was it like an olive green? This is yeah, it's like a coyote brown, coyote, okay. Oh, okay. kind of similar a- to the bag, Okay. but figured instead of the black, you know, change it up a little bit. And that's what we did. I mean, we love it, change mm-hmm.
1: it away from get away from black and do the blue.
2: Yeah, our signature blue sweaters and t shirts.
1: I need to get some hats made though.
2: I know, I know.
1: Yeah, stuff's expensive, <laughs>
0: yeah. it is, it adds up. Um, we all speaking of, we will also have um, like a hundred fifty dollar credit with New South shirts, so that'll you be nice. Can go towards shirts or embroidery or you know, whatever. So that'll be cool. <laughs> time, Bill mm-hmm. said, "Wore the SNS shirt and the THN beanie just to make sure my friends catch backlash as well." Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he finished the video by saying, "If anybody has any questions or wants to wants to fight me, message Justin Smith. That's my name."
1: <laughs> we need to get Bill his hoodie, but mm-hmm. we were, we got to make a new order for shirts. And
2: yeah, our girl is is leaving the business so we gotta make sure we oh, get really? before well, she's
1: leaving but I think she took a pause for a little bit. Oh so. okay.
2: Yeah, yeah we gotta get those done quick
1: Yeah she just made us some stickers which is
0: nice.
2: Yeah.
1: Actually it ended up being cheaper than sticker meal which was cool.
2: Yeah even with Yeah your...
0: stickers are another one where it's just like it seems like no matter where you go they're just they're expensive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's like the wristbands that you know kind of Mm-hmm. That Rob has we do we make those every once in a while and mm-hmm. I think it's we use wristband br- bros pros or something like that. And yeah it ends up being like we have to wait for a deal because right now I think it's like ninety cents a wristband.
0: And I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot.
2: I think last time it was like
0: fifty cents.
2: Fifty or like forty six cents a wristband.
0: And what was the minimum? A hundred, I think.
2: Was it?
1: No.
0: no. Horrible. just go by quick.
1: No. Yeah,
2: yeah. When you're handing them out left and right on a two-day show, you run out real quick. Yeah. I
1: have seen some people do is they'll like have this little wheel where people can spin, and then on that wheel, it costs like a dollar to spin it, and then on that wheel, it's like stickers and wristbands. So that way, you're yeah. getting something back for your right. Sticker.
0: Yeah, the
2: kids love it. Like
0: little kids love doing that stuff. So. Yeah. Hmm. The um, so I just started another a Facebook group. For US, like the US Ganyasoma group, Um, just for USA folks, because there's a Ganyasoma group, but it's almost entirely people on the other side of the pond. So I was like, there's not a lot of people in the US with Ganya, like true Ganyasoma stuff, you know, rhinos included. It's for that whole clade. Uh, And I made, like, up my Photoshop skills and made a pretty sweet logo. And um, I'm doing a shirt order for those right now. Thanks. I did some like digitally printed, but I think they'd look really good screen printed. So I I printed out the vellum and stuff, and the shirts have started to come in. So if anybody's interested in that and taking pre orders. Nice, um, but that'll look good. Like I like I like the black on like military green a lot for some reason. Like,
2: yeah,
0: I think it pops that mm-hmm. and like the coyote brown, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just I like that that look so.
1: It's nice variety.
0: Like, well it's you know. also that same thing like i like wearing black but yep. it's also nice to kind of branch out every now <laughs> and then and do things that are a little different so
1: it's hard wearing black
0: with our cat and the
1: little shepherd we have like yeah his hair is everywhere i think we have probably seven lit rollers laying around the house just because <laughs> yeah. it's a necessity it's ridiculous yeah but. I think when we like we shed our our shepherd, like we can make another one of him. I <laughs> do it, yeah, and it's just bad. never ending. It's
0: ridiculous. Is that on the THN website? The USGA shirts. So another thing on sort of the merch front, like I I started working on a Shopify site just to make it easier for people who wanted to buy shirts and stuff. Um, I just haven't done anything with it and it's not from a lack of lack of time but I just haven't so I need to get. Jobs, back. I take a lot of your money too so we use it at work and I've seen sort of what it bills each month and it it doesn't seem horrible I think you'd you'd have to sell you know a minimum of probably like three to five Items to sort of cover that, I would think, but they have a thing where like you you get sixty days free when you like you pay a dollar for two months to try it out, and then I'm sure that's when they're like, "Cool, now we're gonna ream you." Uh, but it's it's either that or like I don't really have any other option for at least that I'm a I'm familiar with as far as uh, like virtual stores. Yeah. So, I don't
1: know. We'll see. Uh, I guess I was thinking of Printful or something like that, actually, or, like, Teespring.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were doing Teespring for a while. Um, We just, like, the quality and inconsistency. Like, Jake ordered a shirt. I ordered a shirt. They were not the same color. Like, the graphic itself was, like, his was, like, some weird shade of, like, mustard. And mine was, like, a green, and it was supposed to be yellow. And so... I don't, and then I got uh, like an Abronia Alliance shirt from an RPI thing a while back that was done through Teespring. And like, I don't, I'm still not even sure exactly what happened, but like, I washed it and like the graphic just disappeared. Like, it was gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: We got our carpet festivities done with that. And same thing, just comes off.
0: I don't know what the deal was. Like, maybe it was digitally printed and they did it on something that had like polyester or something because that ink doesn't like to stick to that.
3: Yeah.
0: But, after that and like our thing with it, you know, it was like at first it served its purpose, it was cool and all, but now that I I have much more control over everything with that in terms of merch and stuff like that, you know. It's like not gonna not gonna deal with that again. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what the uh what the deal was, but I didn't even like I I just mentioned it to Pia, I didn't it wasn't like give me a new shirt or anything like that. It was like, hey, I'm just letting you know, like I don't I'm not gonna bother getting a new one. I don't it's not that big of a deal, but just letting you know, like if anybody else has any like says the same thing, okay. my, my shirt is now just a black shirt. There's nothing on
3: <laughs> Yep.
0: I still have like my Chondrocast hoodie and my my original uh, THP hoodie. And those have held up fine, but
2: Yeah. I think um, the best way is just to flip them inside out and wash them that way. Mm-hmm. Because
0: if you don't, yeah, it just it crumbles. Uh-oh. Now it's just me. Just start with an eBay store. eBay's kind of made it harder to do, too. Now eBay, like, they don't do PayPal anymore. Now it's <sighs> eBay does their own thing.
1: I don't know what
0: happened. I don't know either. Everyone, what? apparently, feels just, I haven't even heard from him.
1: Uh, I hope he's good. And,
3: Can you text him?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm going to no. text
1: him. I mean, he called me right before, like an hour before. Oh, yeah. We are on the show.
0: Are you alive?
3: <laughs>
1: <Sad>. <laughs> Baby come back. <laughs> oh. I'm excited for this year. I mean, you know, as far as breeding goes, I know we're taking a little bit slower this year and uh, buying animals definitely has stopped uh, <laughs> altogether.
2: I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Um,
1: I, I wonder. <laughs> and then. Uh,
2: You've been the largest purchases this year. Don't even.
1: <laughs> but I'm excited for the, the. That was your ring. But. uh. Oh, OK. <laughs> I'm excited for the herping though this year because I think we're trying to plan some more trips. I want to go to Utah yeah. and Arizona. Utah
0: is another one. That would be awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's. Yeah, this is a beautiful area. Zion, that would be a cool spot to that go. That would be really cool. Um, I want to try, try to get some road trips in, because I think you the Zion's like 16 hours away, which is... From us? Yeah. Is it really? Not that far, as far as in the grand scheme of things.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, hmm. that would be cool. Plus, they have a decent amount of herbs down there.
2: Yeah, that would
1: be cool. If we did that. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good year. Are you guys
0: doing any herp trips this year? So Jake is supposed to be, well, next weekend we're planning to jet down to Gainesville to meet up with Elijah. Um, Jake's getting a, a hog nose or something from him. <clears throat> and then I think we were going to maybe go down to Skyler's while we were sort of in that general area. And, and find a hotel or something, crash overnight, drive back the next day. Um, I don't know of any, like, planned trip trips, but, uh, I know, like, we have to figure out a time to go pick up our black box order. There's a show me show happening in March up there in their neck of the woods that might be a good time to go check that out and, and pick up, but aside from, like herping and stuff. There's the WMA that Jake likes to go out to that I definitely want to hit up um, earlier than we did a couple months ago. Uh, And then there's this other little sort of like walking trail area in the middle of nowhere, this place called Jacksonboro, um, which is like between us and Charleston. And it's uh, along like the Ace Basin, like Edisto and stuff. And it's really, really neat. Me and Katie went and walked that Earlier last, so earlier last year, yeah, it was because it was like our uh, anniversary weekend, and I kept we passed it. I've passed it for years and never stopped at it, and so finally, I told Katie, I was like, on our way back home, like I want to stop and check that out because it doesn't look like anything from the side of the road. You right. go back there, and it's like phosphate was a big, big mining thing here on the coast for a long time. So there's all these like old canals and stuff where they used to mine the phosphate and whatnot, but there's like tons of just those big, gigantic palms like pure diamondback uh, turf so mm-hmm. definitely want to go back there Jake said he's never stopped at it and checked it out um, but you like you, you walk back there and it's just like you had no idea that it was there like there's this boardwalk that goes all the way back to you know like one of the a small river or something And I think it's brackish water it's not salt so mm. there's gators and stuff and it was just really cool I'd love to go Go there in the spring when it starts warming up a little bit, and get there early in the morning and see what you can find.
2: Yeah, that would
0: be. Cool. We should get a trip planned. You know, for Daytona
1: time, like before uh, or like, after. Like last mm-hmm. year. Yeah,
2: we went out with Casey. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool.
1: Because I really want to find a diving back That
0: would. Nice.
2: <laughs> Check that off your back. Yeah, day.
0: Elijah was was he was out hunting or something the other day, and he just like casually found one.
2: Like, it's always when you like are not
1: looking look for like Elijah casually found the
0: coral snake. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, just no big deal. <laughs> it's
0: just there. That's Someone cool. almost always seems to see a coral snake at P and Cody's when they're there. Really? Okay. Tim Morris when I think at the last carbon fest, he was like, Oh yeah, there's a coral snake out here just a minute ago. I'm like, What? <laughs> he was like, Yeah, I just went under the house. I was like, Bitch. <laughs> It's like what I was gone like five minutes, like what the f-
1: Fuck. Yeah. I Peas is awesome. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the weather's better next year.
2: Yeah.
1: I know last year I think it was like raining.
2: But That's okay though. We're from We're used to it. Yeah, it was like that didn't bother me at all. <laughs> we're used to the rain.
0: Um you guys if Northeast Carpet Fest gets nailed down date wise, are you guys gonna try you to get s- that? Is there, is it getting planned or yeah. uh so it sounds like i don't think there's like a hard date yet but um late july early august so mm. that might be tough with daytona and stuff but
1: yeah. if it's late july that's more doable
0: and i just nice. go there and then just stay on the east coast until daytona go yeah. down to daytona <laughs> and then just go back home like why bother taking two trips when right. You go over there and just do like what let the just,
2: let me just work from home for
0: the Ohioans <laughs> do, where they they just dip out for the winter, come down south, and then when it's warm again and it's they go back go back
1: home. That yeah. sounds like a great idea, yeah. and I would love it. But my bank account says differently, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would be down to go to Northeast Carpet Fest. I would be. I think that'd be a good time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but. Yeah, I think I've never been to a Northeast Carb I heard
2: they're wild. Who's hosting wild. it? Do you know? Is
1: that? I think word? it's Burke again. Burke again? Oh, that would be cool.
0: That would be really cool.
1: That would be cool. The Podfather.
0: The Podfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chicken said that's real close to Daytona. It's on the same same yes. side of the country. Close enough.
3: <laughs> oh, I think he means the
0: date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Unfortunately, I think if it's if it's if I have to choose between Northeast Carb and Daytona. I'm choosing Daytona. I think I'm choosing Daytona. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I I think it's just, yeah. There's so much, there's so much to do in the Daytona area.
0: Well, the stupidest thing about it for me, like with Daytona is like, I love the fact that I could just go there and then I just hit all out. All I do the entire weekend besides the show is just sit on the back patio and just smoke cigars. Yep. That's it. That's all I want to do. do. Yeah. We tend
1: to do a lot, but.
2: Yeah, step up that sun. Get stung by jellyfish,
1: you know. I don't get stung by jellyfish. Yeah.
2: Yet. Okay. Well,
1: that's a that's a Dom and Andy and you thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. And Dan and
1: yeah. that whole crew James.
0: I mean, <laughs> it was like a whole mob of jellyfish that just swept through the water that day yeah, and was everybody.
1: how The
2: beach just stung us individually and just kept going. and hit the next group. God, that was the worst.
1: The mustache protects me against everything.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Natural force field. <laughs>
2: I all
1: that hair. <laughs> nah. I love Daytona. I can't wait for next year.
2: Yeah. Can we so just do a would... eh?
1: You want to do our honeymoon at Daytona? Yeah. That can,
2: be our, that can be our trip.
1: No, guys, I'm sorry. We
2: can then just do. <laughs> you
0: can we can have the like the wedding dinner at Bubba Bubba Gump's. Oh, that's yeah, that would see? be yes, and then
1: get another cup.
2: Yeah, we're just not gonna share a room this year, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs>
1: I kind of want to get one of those patio ones that are on the lower level. I don't.
3: I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either. Like, there's a lot of a lot of traffic.
2: Yeah, I don't. True. A there's, of, there's a lot of traffic that are yeah. I'm
0: not. I've I'm not seen promoted. what happens in front of those. We, we have, yes. unfortunately. And
2: mm, um, eyewitnesses.
0: But
1: uh, yeah, I think I don't think we're gonna get anything this next time, as far as purchasing goes. But.
0: Yeah, I say that every time. That's I know, I'm like, let's, happen. We'll wait and
1: see. It, come like I
0: do to the point where I don't even bother saying like I'm not gonna get anything because it's like I probably will. You're
2: just
1: lying to <laughs> just lying to him. <laughs> like I mean, we say that when we're going to this show in two weeks that we're vending up here in yeah. Washington and Is that the
0: happened. same the the same one that you've been
1: Yeah bending? Uh, yeah.
0: How's that been going? Oh that show's amazing. The yeah. Pac Northwest
1: show is is, uh, is really good. Mm-hmm. um we're just now starting to get charged for electricity um saw that coming from a while,
2: a yeah. while back
1: but um, that's
2: been yeah that's been like a standard on the east coast for a very long time is like tables with electricity versus tables without yeah so this is the first show we've ever been to up here where that that's now changing
1: yeah but jeff our show promoter he's phenomenal he's
2: yeah really he, good at
1: communicating he puts on a good show gets, he does. gets vendors from out of state which is nice and uh it's grown, mm-hmm. which is good, and yeah. um I've always liked it. It's a it's a good spot to be. It's a
2: good vibe. It's a good yeah. Just everything about it is pretty awesome.
1: And he does the Pialop show and then the Portland show, or the Hillsboro, which is near Hills- Portland. Yeah,
2: um, Oregon.
1: Yeah. But uh, so he does those two shows. I think what twice a year. So it's like four shows.
2: Four shows a year, yeah. just about. Yeah. I feel that's like
0: there's, there's like once a quarter. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Which which ends up being nice as far as when you know it comes up to breeding because then you know you either have. Fresh babies are—they're gonna grow up and have plenty meals Mm -hmm. by the time the next show comes up. Mm -hmm. Um, And he does really good as far as advertising for the shows, yeah. um, Which is nice. Yeah.
0: I mean, every time I see pictures of it, everything like booths and the venue itself, like everything looks real sharp. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It looks like a nice, nice event.
2: Yeah. He has standards. I think we all have standards for each other too, which helps. So. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, because we had, you know, problems in the past where like certain vendors would you know just not have quality animals you know there'd be some issues like maggots in a bin or something and yeah. yeah something's not right
3: yeah but we
1: bring that up to him, and it gets shut down you know pretty quick mm-hmm. yeah. which is Things nice as far way. as him taking care of that kind of stuff and listening to us and
2: yeah he's a great group of people there that help out a ton yeah i mean they're just they're super awesome there's a lot of personality there's a lot of like personable interactions with their crew and then vendors too. So we develop those relationships. People know each other and it's not, it's not so standoffish, which I feel like you get bigger and bigger shows. It's like, you don't know who the show promoter is. You've never shaken their Mm -hmm. hand, you know, but like, that's something that we really appreciate about Jeff and his crew is like, he comes to a table, introduces himself, you know, introduces you to people in the area, et cetera. So it's just a really great time for us. You know, it's definitely worth every penny.
1: And the vendor dinner they do um yeah. every show is pretty nice because them gives us a break and relax and all hang out with each other and yeah. It's not like I mean, I like the US Arc auctions, but it's not like a... you know, it's not like that as far as, you know, you're just throwing money at somebody. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not, sit down, eat food and yeah. chit chat. Yeah. Like the last one, you know, we were talking with Nick, Mutton, and a bunch of other people about Thailand because mm-hmm. trying to go there for the honeymoon and stuff, and telling us about different things they've done and we're able to do. And mm-hmm. so, it sounds
0: like you're trying to go there for the honeymoon. <laughs> I'm going. I don't. I don't know if she's going. Know if she, whether she's there or not. <laughs> so
1: it'll be nice either way.
0: <laughs> I'll be walking around the jungle jungle in the middle of the night by myself. I don't care.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll be right. Like I said, mustache <laughs> protects against all. Yeah.
0: I'll catch. I'll catch all the the and you can just stay in the cabin. stay at your your beach in hawaii <laughs> i've never been to hawaii so
2: it's a great time i've been there twice
0: it's nice yeah but it's one of those places where you like if you go there and then you go there again like 10 years later it's pretty much the same like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing new just expensive
2: yeah
0: i don't know like that's we lived there when i was a kid for just under two years. And I'm trying to remember if we went to Connecticut after that. I think we did. No, it was before that. So we went from, from Groton, Connecticut to Hawaii. And honestly, of all the places we live, like Connecticut, I actually like the most because Connecticut doesn't matter what season it was. It was freaking gorgeous. Like, especially in the fall,
3: mm-hmm.
0: like damn, like I know people, Hawaii is just like, it's, it's Hawaii. Like I said, whether you go there, now and then you go there again 10 years it's it's still hawaii <laughs> it's still hot it's still sunny it's still
2: it's a great place to visit
0: yeah, yeah. our friends just got married there and the, the
1: pictures yeah. were, you know they look nice but they found some anoles or something but or no what did they find some weird green lizard thing
2: yeah like an animal. yeah or like a
0: day geckos yeah
1: maybe it was, yeah it was day geckos yeah.
0: Uh, that's where we almost went for our honeymoon, though. Like, I just because I wanted to go. So, like, Honolulu mm. has like mountains and stuff. And I yeah. always, when we lived there, we never checked any of that out, but I always wanted to because I had heard of like Jackson's Chameleons and stuff being there. Um, mm. And it turns out there's like the Erratus dart frogs. Apparently, there's some there established, like um, just weird stuff. And so we never got to check on the mountain. So I told Katie, it was like, we should go there and just find like an Airbnb in the mountains there or something and mm,
3: mm-hmm. check
0: it out. But it never happened. We went to Asheville instead. So <laughs> which was okay. You know, it was all right.
2: Sounds like you need to make a a vacation destination.
0: A second honeymoon.
2: Second yeah, there you
1: go. It's like when I found or out I gotta like get a second a ring later on.
0: Or like a one year anniversary.
2: anniversary honeymoon vacation. That was yeah.
0: I, well, the, we the reason I think we ended up sticking to somewhere like semi close by was once again like COVID stuff. Yeah, so, like, travel was weird. It was just like let's just pick somewhere nearby that we have never been to and go check it out. And yeah, it was neat. But, I liked it. And, uh, you know. Yeah,
1: I heard so many stories like people getting stuck in other countries when they were on honeymoons mm-hmm. and, or just vacations can, in general. Yeah, that's
0: my friggin nightmare, man. Yeah. yeah, like I almost got stuck in San Antonio coming back from the West Texas trip. And I about had a freaking heart attack because I was like, I, I don't even know where a hotel is around here. Like, I don't have a car. Like, I don't have any way of getting to anything. Like, I don't know.
3: Yeah.
0: So I think I mean, God bless the the lady at the you know the desk there because she managed to pull some MacGyver shit and get me a flight to Charlotte in the middle of the night. But
1: that's like when people had their flights canceled all a bunch of something. <laughs> you know. Ooh, that was yeah. wild. Yeah. I'd lose my shit. <laughs> yeah. Be like, what the hell? But
2: like, sorry, your flights cancelled. Oh, and we don't have any additional flights for you till the foreseeable future. Like, what? Can I have
0: a, <laughs> a refund? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why
0: don't you just go ahead and sit tight?
2: Yeah. Geez.
0: How am I supposed to get home? Well, you can hitchhike. Yeah. Well, said, like,
2: I saw a couple of those people that went out and they're like, We'll drive you to your destinations. You know, for a couple hundred bucks or whatever, I'm like, that's really nice of them. You don't see Uber drivers doing that. (laughs) You don't see taxis doing that. Yeah, that'd
1: be a lot.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Start Flintstone in that bitch.
1: (laughs) Put on your Lamborghinis and get to walking.
0: (laughs) No. Harry tried to convince his uh, fiance to go to West Texas cruising for alterna for their honeymoon. Apparently, that didn't uh, that didn't fly.
2: Yeah, I feel
1: like I would do that. I would do that. You go to West Texas? I'd yeah. be so down for West Freaking
0: Texas. Freaking Big Bend, man! You got to go to Big Bend. I really? in the Middle of the night, it was magical.
2: It was magical.
0: Yeah, I
1: think it could be babe. Come on. You guys found a lot of cool stuff out there, though, didn't you? On your trip?
0: We didn't find so it's it's weird because like we did find a, a good amount of stuff. It wasn't anything like we weren't like breaking records or any by any means, but um i think like a month or so later chris and some of his his peeps went out there and they killed it like they saw a ton of stuff and they were on all the same areas that we were so that was also i think that particular time they were going there had been more rain which was why they saw so much more i don't think we got barely any when we were there um but time of year was that we were there like the first week of june
3: Oh, how convenient!
0: And then Chris and (laughs) them were there like at the end of June, early July. We could do that. So it kind of just depends on
1: seasons and if you get lucky with the yeah
0: yeah rain definitely makes a difference. Um, But just the just the variation in habitat and stuff, uh, you know, seeing the the horn lizards in Pinto Canyon, which is like a plain that just seems to go on forever, and then. You know, going to Lahitis, which is like being on another planet because it's nothing but rock. Yeah. And then you're in Big Bend, which is like this weird, rocky, but colorful because of all the plants and flowers. Like, the whole thing is just strange. And then we are in that, you know, wherever Lost Mine is, which is in the middle of Big Bend. And it's Mm -hmm. like this mountainous, like evergreen, just in the middle of this giant desert. There's just this weird patch of mountains um That's and then alpine and davis mountains um this is just it was wild to see just the changes in in the entire area that reminds me of new
1: mexico because like they had <laughs> the white sands national park
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then like like an hour away you have cloudcroft which is a mountain town you know where you can go skiing and stuff like that and then the rest <laughs> is just desert and oil fields and stuff like that it's just Mind blowing how it changes so rapidly
2: sometimes.
0: Yeah, the pictures you sent me were beautiful. I was so jealous. I did find Forget how big that state is because you'll look at a map and be like, Oh, okay, so we're going here and then we're going to, you know, um you know, Lajitas or something from Sanderson. And it's like, Yeah, it's not that far. It's like, oh no, that's like two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they may only be half an inch apart on a map, but in Texas Texas miles, that's that's a lot. Texas is huge.
1: I'd be so down to go to Texas though. I'm I need to get some herpin in this year. Mm -hmm.
2: I know. We've been we've been missing out on stuff locally.
1: So Yeah. Uh, It's salamander season right now. Yeah, and every
0: time we find out everyone's like, why is everyone on a salamander kick right now? They're, you know they're kind of cool, and they're we don't have adorable. a lot of snakes, so like Phil's yeah. on a salamander kick,
2: they're adorable. I get it.
0: I think Jake was talking about them recently or something. I'm just they're like, so what? Cool. All of a sudden everyone's like talking about salamanders. I'm like, I don't I like marbleds, but other than that, I'm like, they don't really do much for me. No. I've been on a
1: kick for salamanders since we went to Kansas and met up with uh, his Instagram's name is The Nudist. He David works at Cedric, yeah, David Kelly works at mm-hmm. uh, Zoo. He's the reptile guy, and uh, he's in love with salamanders. I saw his like salamander, you know, room in the at the zoo behind the scenes. I was like, these things are awesome. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, and he's like, a a lot of cool stuff over there. You gotta find it. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, where?
0: (laughs) That's another state that you just uh, like. I never would have thought would be a good herping state, but Kansas. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there was quite a bit of stuff. When he took us out uh, a couple of nights when we were there, I just like, I didn't know that there would be, when we drove out one night, there was just like hundreds of tarantulas just cruising the roads. I'm like, what?
1: And 10 billion, I should not probably at least 10 billion glass lizards.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. um, No, really? Yeah.
1: Broken in pieces in the road. Yeah. Oh. But
2: into K's, and, and then I mean, or... we saw
1: some live ones too. But yeah, yeah, the K's were very popular in Kansas. I mean, we saw a bunch of yeah. Those.
2: I don't know how y'all saw them, they were so little.
1: Yeah, lots of energy drinks, babe.
2: I learned, yeah, I learned a lot that herping trip. Always have somebody in the back of your car to look out for deer. <laughs> that is something we
1: almost nailed it because we were all focused here and Kendra's just looking out this way
0: actually I looking know. ahead
2: yeah because yeah, i'm in the back seat and they're in the front and i'm like deer 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 <laughs> like and this thing's just coming at us and i was like we're about to die on the vacation
1: unless you almost die. So.
2: yeah yeah because we were we were in the middle of nowhere with no cell service we hit that deer oh that'd yeah. have been a long walk back <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it was Loafman that kind of originally clued me into just how good the herping was there.
3: Mm.
0: And it's once again, it's just one of those states that you wouldn't think would be
2: yeah. a good
0: herping state. But
2: yeah,
0: I think he went with herping with David Kelly too. Mm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. I want to go back again, but I'm not sure if we're going to go this year.
2: Yeah, I probably won't have time between Daytona, the wedding, honeymoon.
1: Yeah, so I many think- trips, so little time. Yeah, I still have never found a copperhead in the wild, and I know it seems like they're common, but see,
2: and the only place I've seen copperhead were in Kansas,
1: yeah. So that's that's on my list for hopefully next year if we go,
2: yeah. We're to make the time. I don't know how people have time for all this travel, yeah. At least
1: yeah. I wish I had more. I was based yeah. on his name, but he's in Arizona. What's his name? Um, you know, he's in our group chat all the time, Gron. Takes amazing pictures all the time. Finds a bunch of stuff.
0: Dustin, yeah.
1: Dustin, Dustin, yeah. I'm jealous of everything he finds. But
0: he's a, he's good a freak of nature.
1: <laughs> just all the cool shit.
2: If I, yeah, if I had a job of of just taking like wildlife photos and traveling, that would be a dream job. Yeah,
3: just doing cool. that,
2: just traveling every and taking all sorts of pictures. I think
1: Dustin just does it on his days off and after work.
2: I know. I don't know how he does
3: it.
0: It's crazy. He lives out there practically. Yeah, It's true. But it I mean, mean that that time pays off because you'll like he yeah. knows exactly where to go to find X, Y, and Z, and mm-hmm.
1: throw enough reps in there, you'll find something. Oh
0: uh, yeah, you don't you don't get good at it by just going out there casually, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll go out here once a year, and I'll never find anything. It's like no, you hammer those spots, and you're gonna know what's what.
1: Yeah, and you figure out what kind of the weather patterns, like when it would be good to come out. Mm -hmm. That whole thing, we have not figured that out for Washington yet. But
0: I've, (laughs) I keep every year when it starts to warm up, I'm like, I'm gonna get out and go herping more. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna try and get better at it, like in terms of reading the you know the days or the mornings and seeing what I come across when it's you know like certain. Weather and stuff outside, and like every year, I just I don't do it. So,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's
1: hard.
2: Life gets in the way sometimes, though, too.
3: Yeah.
2: i well, having
0: weekends off now. Definitely help. Oh yeah, because Jake has weekends off too, so we can go do stuff. And go.
2: Yeah, now there's
0: no excuse. Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, just every Saturday, y'all have a plan. Friday night, go Saturday morning. Road trip. Yep. Or even There's no, well,
0: I mean, there's, yeah, there's no shortage of, of places to do that. Yeah. There's an entire island that's like right next to Ladies Island here that's, that's even bigger. And I don't know of anybody that ever goes and road cruises it. I mean, it's kind of, kind of shady because it's mostly farm and gangland, but <laughs> I love how those two mix.
3: Yeah. Farm, yeah.
0: I don't family. know what it is. It's like <laughs> Almost entirely nothing but agriculture, but then that's also where all the gangs go out to like burn bodies and cars and stuff. So, oh, well,
1: stay strapped,
0: Justin.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: just in case.
2: But yeah, that's terrifying.
0: <laughs> I have 10 out of my parents' house, but I've just been doing single sheets. And so I was talking to some people on Instagram that do a lot of herping. And I asked them because I've noticed like stacking seems to be the better route to go in terms of actually finding stuff. Um, so I think in the, in the next couple weekends, I'm going to start putting 10 together in like stacks of like four or five and um, seeing if that makes a difference. Cause we really don't, Find much now under those single sheets. Like we'll see a black racer on occasion, but that's about it. So I'm wondering if we stack it, if we'll get, we'll see. Like we'll have better luck finding finding some stuff. And
3: yeah, there's it. still
0: other sheets that we haven't even put out.
1: But mm. we put ten out in Kansas, and we didn't have any luck this Mm-mm. last time. No, some ringnecks, and that was it.
2: Um, but those are my favorite things to find. I love finding ringnecks.
1: Harry says stacking is objectively better. Is it okay? Okay, so yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll have to have your mom do it since it's
3: yeah
0: that time of the year now. But Yeah. There's a lot next to my parents that the guy lives in Tennessee and rarely comes to check in on. Um and it gets pretty overgrown, so I'm thinking I'm gonna put a couple stacks over there. Mm-hmm. Like he won't care. I know he's not gonna it's not gonna matter to him, but um I don't know, man. I'm just I'm like tired, of, tired of not finding anything. I just want the best It's not
1: motivating, that's for sure. I mean,
0: it's kind of like hunting.
1: I mean, we went hunting what two years now, and mm-hmm. haven't got anything. I mean, we have got a turkey, but um, yeah, it's a lot of disappointment. That turkey was huge,
0: though.
2: It it,
1: it tasted delicious. Yeah, it did. It,
2: yeah, <clears throat> it smoked very well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I was very surprised at how that tr- it didn't turn out dry or anything like that either. But I mean, that's like our friends Chris and Emily, we went road cruising at a camping spot on the east side of the state with them mm. and then um, didn't find anything. And then they stayed back. And I think it was like an hour or two later. Yeah. And they found a, a Pacific rattlesnake and a uh, gopher. A gopher? It was, was a it gopher, gopher or a bull. I can't yeah, remember. I can't but remember. Um, some kind of pitchy office. And
2: Just across the road casually. In the same
1: roads we were cruising. Yeah. And probably
2: like. No big deal.
1: Yeah, and then we drove over there like a couple weekends later, and didn't find anything. And I think they found some more stuff. And I'm like,
2: I know, come on, I know. It's but
0: we'll get that's, back out. That's there. what happens with Jake all the time. Jake goes road cruises, and he's like, "Man, I found this, and I got this," and he takes pictures, and then he takes me to those same roads, and we don't see anything. And I'm like, "You're full of shit. There ain't nothing <laughs> out here." He <Yeah. laughs> yeah. took those pictures months ago, probably years ago, and you're like, "I found this."
2: Stamp on those, motherfucker
0: get that shit off
1: of google that's what you do yeah. come on
2: i will say since we've started doing that like especially like road cruising like going like driving anywhere like long distance like it it clicks like when we like pass like a a property that has like a bunch of brush we both look at each other like oh we should go flip that like <laughs> <laughs> we should we should go house that property the person that owns that property if we can go just like flip boards on the property cuz we'd be surprised
0: <laughs> there's a reason they're laying here
2: yeah. Like they're
0: they're meant to be flipped. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody asks, it was the wind. <laughs> Did anybody ask? I
2: was looking for my dog.
0: <laughs> I couldn't find my car keys. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: I hate when that happens.
3: Right.
0: No, last time me and Jake went road cruising, we were in sort of his there's he has an area that, that he likes to cruise that usually comes up with some pretty good stuff. And we decided to go down this one road that I don't think he had even ever been down, but we were like, why not? Let's check it out. First thing we come across is the biggest copperhead I've ever seen in my life. Dead. Like literally had just been hit. Like, but a couple minutes before we got to it.
3: That's tragic.
0: So that was a bummer. We should have gotten a picture of that thing. Cause I, like, I swear I have never seen a copperhead that large. I don't, yeah. if I had to guess, I think had to be like pushing four feet.
2: Damn. Like, I think yeah. That's the saddest
0: thing when you find dead stuff, like yeah, like fresh dead stuff that's still like twitching, like that's yeah. when we it went really that way. Like we literally just passed the people that did that. Yep. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and so then we we got back in the car and we're like, well, that sucks. And we drive like I don't know, maybe a hundred yards. There's a really nice cane break, dead, like Damn. also just hit, like fresh. So we yeah. moved it off the road, and I was like, "Damn it!" So then we get in the car. Another hundred yards, another copperhead, dead. Oh, that one yeah. was definitely still like twitching and stuff. Like it was like not it was dead, but it was there's nothing left. Like it was it's so it was just like that's, that's what's it's so frustrating because it's like if we had literally just decided to go down that road two minutes earlier than than we did.
3: Mm-hmm. like see we yeah. probably would
0: have seen those we probably been able to move them off the road and save them getting hit because that that cane break too was i think it was a female but that was a hefty cane break like it was not a small oh. one it was it was a full-grown adult like breeding size and yeah. i don't think i've never come across one of those even alive and so yeah. to see one as nice as that and it's just just been hit it was like that just so frustrating
2: I think the, uh, yeah, I would say, the, I think the worst thing we saw, or at least that was most heartbreaking for me, was when Jeff and I went herping in one of the backcountry roads in Kansas, and, like, maybe a couple har- uh was it a couple hundred yards ahead of us? We were driving, it was just dusk, and a car was coming the opposite way, and we saw something dart across the road, and he fucking just blew right through it, and I was like, no. And we stopped, and I, I didn't remember what it was, it was just, like, everywhere, but that was heartbreaking because we saw it i think it was the Saga. was it yeah oh god
1: but and that was before we found the live one yeah i think we found like probably 10 dead rattlesnakes that night
3: yeah
1: and then we finally hit our live one and it was like when we were leaving the area so Mm -hmm. we just and it was we were on this dirt road and kendra was looking to the right on the side dirt roads and she Mm -hmm. just luckily caught it on one of those little side dirt roads and told me to stop and Put yeah. it in reverse Terry and uh, we <laughs> saw it. So, put in
3: cool. reverse Terry, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, we found a lot of dead bull snakes too on that trip, yeah. never any live ones,
0: but
3: yeah, was, yeah, there was a lot, wasn't
0: there? <laughs> they were big, isn't it weird too that it's like the roads that are the least traveled to like they're not yeah. busy roads, yeah, but for like, some old reason, roads, like.
2: or yeah, or like backcountry roads that people use like between like outside of the highways. Yep, I'm like, nobody uses these, why is why are there so many? dead <laughs> yeah.
1: and then we found yeah. like i think it was what was it what kind of turtle was it red or sliders uh yellow sliders you no know, yellow sliders uh she was it was a female laying eggs and then yeah
2: on my mom's property that we was went scary. back
1: to it and found it and there's a bunch of eggs in there it was kind of cool yeah hmm.
2: yeah am like the little nest and then like just a little a little hole and you could just like kind of peel the grass back and like see just the little all the little eggs in there that was
0: Okay. That was neat. Yeah. Uh, so that that road where we saw those three, it was one of those things where like we could have gotten out the car and stood there for like ten minutes and probably wouldn't have seen another person. Yeah. But it's like go figure, you know, it's the yeah. <laughs> monster copperhead and a really nice cane break. And then another nice, nice copperhead, but it was like we missed those things literally by, by a couple minutes. It yeah. Just so frustrating.
1: And then it happens, like when we went hiking with Casey one night, and you get out of the car for cottonmouth, and Casey's almost stepping on a pig right next yeah. to and I remember I, that
2: in <laughs> flip flops, of course.
1: <laughs> but no, it's—I mean, it's—it's it's crazy how you can just go all night finding nothing, or you can go all night finding a bunch of DORs. and yeah, just kind of roll the dice sometimes. But. It's just depressing. But I think I'm gonna keep doing it that's for sure
2: yeah
1: i mean i still play the lottery and i never win that so yeah. might as well
0: every now and then it throws you throws you a few bones you get you know you win two bucks you get your your scratch off money back
1: yeah we don't talk about how much we spent though on it just to get that two bucks yeah worth so, it
0: sure. spend 20 get two seems seems like yeah. a trade and
2: it's a win
3: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: Billy and Harry need to get up this way so we can find cane brakes.
1: We need a THP herping trip. That's what we need. Yes, we do. And like we just set out and go into different areas. Yeah. A couple different cars. That'd be cool.
0: Definitely want to get out to like the Okatee Hunt Club area. Mm -hmm. I know I I said I was going to do that last year and it just didn't happen. Um, What's that? So there's uh, out in like Jasper County, um, there used to be this hunt club way back in the day, like 50s and 60s, and that's where a lot of the like really high contrasts, like screaming orange okatee corn snakes were were yeah. found and collected, and it became like a hot spot for people to come down and take them all. And that that hunt club isn't isn't like around anymore. The property's still there, but the actual I think buildings and stuff aren't there anymore. But there's a a really pretty long stretch of road that cuts through there that I I wanna go herp at some point and cruise and see what, what turns up. Yeah. But for whatever reason that little area out there has some just really, really, really nice corns.
1: Mm. Yeah, we got our we stole some corn snakes from um why oh, am I blanking on this name? Chris? Chris, yeah. Oh. From Paint Shab. And uh it really makes me want to keep corns again. Yeah. Like Slippery Slope
0: that. Man.
3: Yeah.
1: They're pretty cool. Fice buggers, but they're still pretty cool.
0: Yeah, a lot of the ones he sent me were pretty pretty high strung. Like <laughs> abnormally aggressive. But they like
1: to eat and I'll take that over anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. he what have
0: he sent me, like, 20-something Corn Snakes last year.
2: Damn.
0: That's a lot. Some of them I ended up, I sold. Like, and, you know, I he sent them to me for the purpose of, like, selling just to mm. take some pressure off him having everything he had. And yeah. He's like, you can keep them, you can sell them, whatever, do whatever you want. And I ended up keeping up Some of them he sent to me to keep and breed, like, down the road. But oh, some of did. the other ones that were meant to be, like. He's like, you can sell them if you want, but someone was like, "Dude, I got to hold on to this at least for a little while to see what happens." Yeah, See how it comes out because this thing's freaking smoking now. What's it going to look like in a year? And I thought
1: ball python morphs were all over the place, but man, corn snake morphs, sir, I don't fucking know. Like,
0: <laughs> Me like, <laughs> like
3: Yeah.
1: i like that thing looks pretty, but I, it's got like 20 different names on it. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think with what I'm sort of want to focus on and stuff, it's definitely going to be much more sort of simple two gene, maybe three at most sort of combination stuff. Cause I think once you get into that, like four and five gene blender going on and you start mixing it with other four and five gene stuff, it's like, there's no way you know what you're looking at when that stuff hatches. Like it seems to me like there has to be a point to where it's like, I don't know what's going on. I just know what I bred. Mm Hmm. No idea what's happening with the babies. So,
3: yeah,
1: (laughs) I knew I know one thing a couple of them that kind of caught my eye and still do is like that charcoal blood red stuff was really nice. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Mm. Um, really stands out and
0: that
1: color, which is cool.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there's too many options, there's too much, there's too much, too many directions you can go, and I'm sure it's the same with with balls, but. A lot, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like hey, you like more grayscale, monotone, m- like monocolor kind of stuff. Like, you got mm-hmm. options, you like stuff that's screaming red, you got options, you like pink, we got that too. You like purple, you know, there's some stuff that has that purpley look to it, but mm-hmm. yellows and golds, and it's uh, it's really hard to keep the blinders on with yeah. that
1: there's so many different directions you can go and you know everything's pretty cool i think and i mean i really like the desert ghost stuff as far as ball pythons go i think that's still gonna be our main focus but mm. there is a lot of different directions you can go with it
2: yeah i just i like corns in general i like the species they're chill
1: mm-hmm. they're
2: they eat you know they're pretty hardy.
1: would you take those over gopher snakes though
2: oh
0: yes no
2: no i don't think that I personality, like that personality that little yeah. rat on the tail or
0: no man or... like i like Pituovis, but i don't like Pituovis nearly as much as jake and chris do no. yeah.
1: i'll take a, will take a pit over my corn i'll take
2: yeah because i don't like cleaning up after them when they're adults they're,
1: this is true they are per- cluberds in general they're stanky made me question my love for colubrids but
2: yeah <laughs> no joke <sighs>
1: But I still—I I don't know. they're little attitudes. It's just, and they don't bite, but they'll just like bluff at you and yeah. mouth open. Like it's so flustered. freaking different than anything else we keep.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. There's something about the. It's like the simplicity. I'm sure it's it's a nostalgia factor too for me. But like the simplicity in corns is one of the reasons I like them so much. Yeah. Like there's well, nothing complicated about them. Yeah. There's nothing headache inducing about them. They're just. Yeah. yeah. It's just corns. They're just simple, you know. They're...
2: Yeah, I mean they're great. Yeah, they're great. First time reptile keeper dream, you know. But yeah, it was the first species I ever bred. So, yeah, they're easy peasy. I like that about them too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> I think it's like when you go from dealing with you know alterna and chondro babies and boyga and stuff. Like those are fun too, and the challenge is good, but there's also a lot to be said for something where it's like, I can just breed it and not have to worry about like getting things to eat. And like, it's just going to produce cool stuff because it's got, you know, Tessera in it or it's got blood red or whatever, you know, there's just, Mm -hmm. there's something just very wholesome and enjoyable about corns because
3: yeah,
0: it's just corns. They're
2: They're, Yeah. They're definitely a, a less stressful species to keep and breed just overall compared to a lot of other things like that we keep where it's just like constant stress We're like, if we breed this thing, yeah. we're going to have, you know, how many different things are we going to have to try to feed it before, you know, a, a baby will eat? What if it doesn't work? What else do we do? And like having a game plan in, in motion before the eggs hit the ground versus like ball pythons or yeah, corn snakes, something like that, where it's just like, yeah, they'll eat, just Give them the right thing. Give them time. They'll figure it out.
0: (laughs) I think it's, I mean, it's definitely good to have a challenge and like have something that that, like, you know, requires much more attention to detail and a lot more finesse and, and Mm -hmm. planning. And, uh, but I think you have to, you have to balance that out with something that's just, I don't know how else to sort of describe it.
1: Yeah, kind of like how Mike says is like easy peasy is good sometimes. <clears throat> I think when you have the harder to breed stuff and then you have some of the easier breed stuff, it makes it's you nice to have a balance out, out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. For sanity's sake. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but it's like the that difficult factor though is also like kind of enjoyable in the sense, like when we had the Solomon Islands, like learning, like feeding them feeder fish and watching like natural behaviors, mm-hmm. like, and you know trying to feed them. Uh, was it the little, it wasn't, was it not a Knolls? or maybe it was a baby gnolls and like trying to get them to eat those and just watching like natural behaviors and like just the difference I think between like them and like trying to get, you know, something else to eat was just incredibly different and you had to put your mind into that challenge so much yeah. more than you did anything else. And it became like a whole day thing to like get them to eat versus something you just Toss a rodent in a
0: bin. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that's that's a big part of it too, is you know, the peaks and valleys aspects mm-hmm. you know, like with chondros it was like, got the eggs, can I get them to hatch? It's like awesome, I got them to hatch. It's like now I gotta mm-hmm. get babies to eat. And it's like half of them aren't eating, but then you have that one that hasn't been taking and finally takes and it does it without any issues, and there's like that's a yeah. that's a high that's pretty hard to beat. Yeah. But, you know, definitely. so there's like there's part of that uh it's that, that challenge, you know, it's that, mm-hmm. that final, like that win, you know, you get a, yeah, you know, you finally feel like progress is being made, which with stuff like corns, it's like, I know with, with a pretty good level of certainty that this entire clutch is going to eat the first time I offer something and I'm not going to have to worry about it, you know, which is yeah. cool and all, but to also have like, like, you know, some bread, I got eggs, I got babies eating, like it was hard, but I did it. And now it's, you know, I can do it again next year. And,
1: did you keep all those babies by the way? The summer
0: Which ones? Um,
1: I guess I forgot you had more than one clutch of the
0: So I had the I had a three egg clutch from the I that that I don't know if they just weren't fertile. They seemed like they were when I candled them. Um but they ended up just crashing, so I don't know. I've been trying to feed them more often and start misting them more often in hopes that maybe activity will sort of spike again with them. But I'm definitely, I'm planning to do rhinos this year for the first time. So that'll be interesting. And that's going to be one of those uh, tougher challenges tougher yeah. species. So
2: yeah, we'll see. That's awesome. Fingers crossed, man. Cause that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah. As far as challenging we, snakes, we got like, we have those roughies. I don't know if you remember in the chat,
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: oh yeah. We have one that's eating, oh, just by herself, and then the other two are just still being cis fed. And it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Just pick it up.
0: At yeah. some point, you gotta figure it
1: out. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't want to keep shoving these down your the throat. Come on. <laughs> yeah. God. But no, they're cool. I think Has next there year
0: been any play progress play? with those in terms of like any interest in food initially? Like, is they? Or is it still uh, yeah, the same?
2: Yeah. So the male was like not interested in food at all, um, so it was like borderline force feeding him. Mm-hmm. And then like suddenly, the like a couple of those, in, it like a light bulb switched for him, and he he was like interested, but like he didn't he didn't know how to wrap. He didn't mm-hmm. like figure out how to open his mouth around it. He just kind of like push it around. And I'm like, okay, we can we'll yeah. figure this out together. And so then it became an assist feeding. Um, I had to use the, like the, I think it's like the drop perch method where you like hang them, mm-hmm. you know? um, so get them on, like the tip of their tail and then just, you know, have them hang down with the meal. Then they have to figure out how to wrap it, pull it up and then they'll eat. Yeah. Um, and that was when I think it really started to click with him and now he's still not taking like directly from the tongs with us. Um, but if I like hold him in my hand. And like kind of put
0: it near his mouth.
2: He'll figure, oh, I need to open this and then do my thing.
0: That's how it was with condros. It was like they didn't yeah. know how to eat. Is yeah. how do they survive in the wild? It's, yeah. yeah. It was like like literally like they'd grab it and then they wouldn't wrap it. And so they'd drop it. And then they'd grab it and then mm-hmm. they'd wrap it. And then they'd kind of let go of it and just sort of hold onto it. And it was almost it was literally like they were they didn't know what to do. It was yeah. Like how, yeah. How is was it other snakes are hatching? They're, they're like eating out of the egg, but yeah. you guys, for some reason, like I have to somehow teach you how to, it, yeah. it was bizarre. Cause I noticed that with chondros, it was, it was literally like, they didn't know what to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I'm really glad that like that, that perch method worked because I was running out of ideas real quick you know mm. we were doing feathers we were doing uh different scents and different temperatures different sized meals
3: fish e- yeah, yeah different
2: all sorts of stuff and they were just like not interested not interested and then i was like all right we're just gonna put it in your mouth and see what happens <laughs> and then they're like oh okay i got this now <laughs> and
0: the bird down didn't do anything
2: mm, i tried to um uh, use wow. whale feathers on rodents and they were just no interest still
1: and then we tried some i think was it a from randy that he yeah he was anoles, feeding some of those for himself. Scenting
2: mm-hmm. like washing uh mice pinkies scenting with the anoles trying the anoles trying yeah did not work nothing worked until we just stuck it in the mouth we're like oh okay this mm-hmm. is what i'm supposed to do oh
0: <laughs> yeah, that's again it's like how 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 was your species alive still like <laughs>
2: yeah blows my mind
0: <laughs> like you're pretty but that's about it yeah there's a reason mom has 30 of you because about one of yeah. you is actually gonna make it
2: yeah the rest that, of you are just targets yeah the two that we got are just like come on man like, <laughs> <yeah. sighs> but it
0: sounds okay. from what i've heard too with with ruffies in particular it sounds like they can be kind of hit or miss like once i guess kind of like conjures like once they're going they're fine but you have some that are
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Very difficult to get going, and then you have some individuals that are not nearly as headache-inducing. So. That's like Casey
1: Lazard. He told because we got them not eating from him because mm-hmm. um, I mean he said he's only had a force feed one and out of I can't remember how many clutches he's got of ruffies, but quite a bit. And then of course we get the <laughs> the three that don't want to eat. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like okay, this is happening. Yeah, so.
2: And thankfully, I had that experience with the Solomon Islands. So I knew what to do, mm-hmm. how many times to try, not stress yeah. them. Yeah, thankfully, I had that experience in my belt. Otherwise, if we'd experienced that for the first time, I'd have been like, uh, "I don't, I don't know what to do." <laughs> no,
0: nope. I think so. Dustin was having a similar similar issue with his two. Like he had one that was eaten, and then he had another one that was that's been really touch and go. You know. Hmm. So I think I his he's still doing good now, but I know he yeah. was struggling for a little bit. Mm-hmm. With, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Wouldn't yeah. surprise me at least, yeah.
0: Species I'll get my hands on one day. They're, yeah, cool.
2: they're They're real neat. They're real neat.
1: As long as they eat, I just leave them alone. I'm like, just don't die.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. Just live.
1: <laughs> just live. Yeah. Damn it.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. I think that's, yeah, because one of those challenges we were talking about is like that fail to thrive aspect of some things i'm just like mm-hmm. i don't i don't get it like you know like
0: ugh, is it me like yeah. was it it's not meant to be and you just aren't you like you you've you are yeah. you've been here longer than you were really supposed to
2: yeah are well, know, i only
0: delaying are the inevitable
2: yeah exactly yeah because like yeah with the like the Solomon islands like they weren't eating individually so we started putting them together then they were starting to eat fine and then all of a sudden they just started dropping one by one and we're like I, I don't know what's going on yeah. like and it was just a crazy kind of mess but it was it was a, an experience that was definitely worth worth it for sure
0: Candor are one of those those ones that I wonder if they'll ever be like fully figured out
2: Yeah Yeah seems, you have to you have to think about that yeah
0: It seems like that's just going to be a group that's just perpetually going to be no, like no one's gonna fully understand exactly how it had, like how they've managed to get, like there's not like formulaic like it is with so many other species. You know, it's like yeah. Rob Stone. I think is the is the the one person that comes to mind that I know is actively doing stuff with Candoya.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, if there's anybody that's gonna be able to do it, it's probably gonna be him. But just To to purposefully plan breeding and getting offspring from them to me seems just not seems tough. Everyone that I know of that's gotten babies, it was not on purpose.
3: (laughs) Like
1: we got ours, and she was she was wild caught, so she that's just came in gravid. But
2: yeah,
1: yeah, and I've seen ours only had what eleven babies. Yeah, we saw some other people posting like. 50 50 50 something and i'm like that's insane i'm glad we didn't get those
2: yeah i can imagine the um, survival rate on that
1: they're really cool snakes though yeah that Mm -hmm. much i think you Mm -hmm. know that's the reason why we got out of them is just not worth the headache for us personally we weren't investing that much
2: yeah yeah we're investing or i was yeah we were investing way too much time just to get them to thrive Mm and that was like where it became a a conversation. <laughs> it's like, is this something we really want to do every year? You know, they're they're a neat species, but we just don't have the time.
0: Yeah, got to yeah. pick and choose your battles there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So thankfully, they went to a home that definitely knows what they're doing. They have mm-hmm. more time, smaller collection. And I was like, great, you take them. <laughs> Randy is in
1: the chat. He he would be successful with Kendoa. I bet. I mean, he was having. Oh
2: yeah. He was oh, yeah. really yeah.
1: good with uh, you know, the Dominicans. So I think he would yeah. just
2: Yeah, he has the patience of a saint. (laughs) I think when you come back,
1: you come from a chondro breeding aspect, and then Dominicans and that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff are already born in the headache. So (laughs)
0: that's all you know. Yeah, that's that's that group is odd too because like they're clearly doing very well in the wild. Yeah, with all these females that come in gravid, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: you know, as many come in in general. Like their population is doing really well, so it's like, what, what mm-hmm. are we missing? Because it's, yeah. it's clearly us. You know, it's not like they're just not reproducing in the wild because things just—it seems like they're freaking everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they that group that we got ours from. I mean, I know Dan Mallory brought a lot in. I think all the
2: yeah, there was a big, did. there was a bunch of shipments of them. Yeah. Because that's when it started to explode. Everybody had, mm-hmm. everybody had them, and I'm like,
3: okay,
2: there was and, like a
1: wave. It was like yeah. juggernaut reptiles or some, juggernaut something. They have those Isabel. items mm-hmm. like black and white kind And that's when I first fell in love with them. And he's mm-hmm. been, from what I've seen, pretty successful as far as getting babies to thrive. So, yeah, he's must have figured his method out. But I don't know what put I, that is.
0: Kind of like Bullens, you know, you got to wonder what we're what are we lacking? Like, what are we missing? Yep. Huh. And it's when you think about it like that, you you wonder if it's something super obvious that just is completely going over your head, you know.
3: Yeah.
0: It's like we can control things to pretty hardcore degree. Yep. We're we're missing something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and maybe that's our fatal flaw is that it is too controlled. You know, in the wild the temperature isn't gonna be consistent every day at this time for this duration, Mm -hmm. you know, they need some, species need that fluctuation. Some need more barometric pressure change. I think
0: that's what I think it might be is like, if I had to guess in terms of Mm -hmm. things that we just really can't control is barometric pressure and you know, the, the elevations and things like that. And maybe we're trying to fit the, fit the square into the circle, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Unless you live in an area where there's just like constant storms, I don't Mm -hmm. think you can't control that.
1: But then you look at people that have bred like the bones, like people in Florida have done it. Yeah. Colorado. Mm -hmm. It's like all over the map, kind of different environments. So, yeah. It's kind of weird, but I don't know. I think species like that, hopefully, they do get bred more, like Apidora, you know. Mm -hmm. I really hope that we get some people breeding those because.
2: Yeah. Has anybody figured that out yet?
1: Uh, People have bred them back to back a couple of times.
2: Have
1: they gotten
2: eggs?
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. They, they bred a couple of times and got babies out of them.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I think That's... the last guy was in Colorado or something. Okay. But. And then one of our local friends got eggs. Um,
3: oh,
1: yeah. Never made any posts about it, so I won't say his name. But um, the eggs, I guess, were a little sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that too now, which I didn't even think about. But.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, don't know. I mean that's a sign that you're on the right track. I mean that's like even with the Jansen eggs that I got, you know they didn't go the distance, and but that's like clearly they're like they're they're content enough to to get that far. So yeah, yep. It's definitely I'm not I wasn't upset about it because it was like this means they're making something happen. Yeah, uh,
2: Some, you're doing something right. <laughs> eggs is better than
1: nothing. You can figure out that's the right. eggs. Yeah. So, but no, Billy, we don't, we had Pulse and I before, but we don't have many more. Nah. We got rid of them last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we gave the trio, to, well, we sold the trio to a guy that was pretty passionate about it, so.
2: Yeah.
1: Hand them off to him.
2: And we be, got uh, more, more Macs instead.
1: Yeah, more, more Macs, I think we're.
2: That's what the trade-off was, if we sell these, we have to get something that we're more passionate
1: about i think we're at like 12 max now it's many. god it's not it's too many, many Macs. a lot of max <laughs> a lot of teeth <laughs> oh my god they bite so much as babies it's
2: i know i would so still funny. rather get bit by a mac like 50 times than i would one time by a baby white lip python though
1: yeah those are kind of assholes too but yeah max are cool i don't think we're gonna add any more unless like some of the different localities unless come out divorce me Damn! You hear that, Billy? I can't buy any more from you.
2: You're done. You're cut off. It's taking away space for the white lips. That's what's happening. (laughs) I want more white lips.
1: Damn. Got white lip money, baby. Um, But yeah, I think the Macs are really cool. I I want some of those like Roddy Island localities. Um, I want some more, but that's about it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah,
0: they're they're neat. I uh, that's one that. I let Billy Hunt enjoy. <laughs> have they're, with those. they're cool and all, but...
1: They're a different breed, that's for sure. They chill out when they're bigger, but, yeah. man, it takes a while for that to happen. <laughs>
0: Sometimes. It's, the, it's the road to getting to there. That,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's covered in, in blood. blood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. covered
1: in blood, yeah. Uh, it's good times.
2: Yeah, see, I don't have that much problem with the babies. Well, no, that's a lie. I definitely do. I always get bit. Jeff hates getting bit, so I have to handle the the mean, biting things. So I get bit a lot more than he does.
1: Oh No, because I use a hook, and she's like, just grab it. Stop being a a baby
2: about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a bad decision. I shouldn't have done that.
0: (laughs) You're the one with Band-Aids all over your hands. Exactly. (laughs) Those aren't freckles on her face. Those are just bite marks. (laughs)
2: We, that was the of and that was one time.
1: When we first got our first Olive Python, she opened the bag and it bit her right in the face.
2: It was like it was like a Walmart. Like it was super <laughs> chill. Like I was like, wow, this is awesome. It's cold. I was like, cool. It's like not have an attitude. And then looked at me and I was like, oh no. And it just I- sh- <laughs> <in the face. laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh, you just but... know. You know.
1: And that's when she knew she loved lizards. That's no, when she's know. like, we need more. <laughs> yeah, first kiss, and she's like, "I'm so Catches
2: yeah, just the blood, looking <laughs> <What>? my
3: face.
2: <laughs> I have a
1: picture of it. Good time.
3: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, we're at the two-hour mark. Uh, Phil, I guess it's just not coming.
2: Yeah. Did anybody hear from? Him I this hope he's year alive. Friend? That is, uh,
0: I asked if he was live. He said, "Yeah." He said, "Internet's internet is oh. fucked." Period. Lame. So I'm glad, I'm
2: glad we Phil. could Phil. fill in. We're no. not Phil,
1: but I know. Try. Yeah.
0: Uh, where should people go if they want to see what you have available, follow you, all that? You can stuff. find us
1: at uh, Puget Sound Pythons on all of the things, on the books of faces and all that kind of stuff. And if you're <laughs> local to Washington or Oregon, um, we'll be at the Pac Northwest show January 28th and 29th. So stop yeah. by and say hi. Yeah. Um, get a free sticker. All that good stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: This episode it. was brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Check them out. You need a rack, you need a cage. Black box is all the rage. Use the code THN at checkout. Capital T, capital H, capital N. Get 10% off your order. Check it out. Fastest lead times currently. Still, I think they've they've been a steady like approximately two weeks. Um, which is fast. It's pretty quick um phil got his xt2s little two-foot sliders that look really slick i'm anxious to see how they look when he's done sort of putting them together and decking them out um and then i'm excited for the stuff me and jake are going to be getting here soon i'm excited to get the percentum set up in theirs and uh yeah so hit them up and then once again follow Peter sound pythons on all Thanks, the place. guys We will see everybody. Thursday, I think we're doing Corn Stars is the plan right now. Um, Trying to hunt down somebody for that because the other two people we've hit up are unavailable. So We'll see. Thank you all. I'll I'll do what Phil does. Bye. (laughs)